Hello everyone, welcome to Renax Radio, episode 15. It has been... A hot minute. It's been a hot minute since our last episode. Uh, yeah, Gammy and I, we've... What, in that, what, seven weeks since we've recorded last? Uh, you and I have both contracted COVID. Yes, at, yep, lucky us. At different times. The spicy cough. The spicy cough. Yep. We also... Um, I also caught... What did I catch? I caught the flu as well. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, it was not, it was not a good time. Health-wise, winter can go suck it. So, I'm not a, yeah, I live in Queensland for a reason, and it's because it's hot, and so when it's cold, uh, it's just no fun. Yeah. So. Very fair. Very fair. Yeah. (laughs) How have you been, though? I'm good, mate. I'm good. It's just, um, currently looking on... Channel 7, so I can watch the Lions. So that is that's fair. That's currently what I'm looking for. Hopefully keeping the uh, the demons to a losing streak? I, I hope so. I hope so. But currently I'm on the best of Border and Police Force, which is oh, not what I... Oh, very oh, sorry. Easy. Volume's there. My bad. <laughs> Don't copyright um, strike us. <laughs> yeah, apart from that, I'm, I'm about to go on to school holidays. Oh, excellent. For the mid-semester break, which I'm very excited for. Um, and yeah, it's just been a, a long term going back to school trying to work out all that stuff and COVID was fine. We got through it, um, had a bit of the COVID fatigue afterwards, which was mm. a lot of fun. Um, avoided the flu so far, touch wood. And yep. then, yeah, just looking forward to painting a lot of trees. Oh, baby. We will, a lot of trees. we will get to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I, I had, I think I caught COVID at the same time as catching something else. Mm-hmm. So I had about four days where I genuinely thought I was going to just curl up and die. Excellent. Having fever dreams. It was like one of those... So I had a very... There was like a 12-hour period where I legitimately thought I was going to die. Fair. <laughs> and it was this weird fever dream where it was the regular world, but everything was made of Lego. <laughs> And wow, so everything okay. was like yeah. collapsing yeah. and coming apart, and it was a horrific experience. I do not recommend it. Fair. Um, but yeah, we're all we're all on the up and up. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, sickness stays away. Yes, <laughs> gives yep. us a bit of a break. Yep. That would be lovely. Um, but we do have an absolute mountain to talk about because yes, we do. The uh, the time between last episode and this has been jammed mm-hmm. with. All sorts of everything. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna jump into a couple of things. We've got a tournament to talk about. We've got a couple of army releases. We've got there's a new GHB yeah. on the doorstep. Yeah. yeah, and the return of some events and some armies getting a bit of a facelift, Indeed. which is Indeed. exciting. Yeah. Um, now I got to ask straight off the bat, mm. Horus Heresy. Mm. Are you... Yeah, yeah, I'm in. I'm are you in. in? Yeah, I've just... The problem with Horus Heresy is that it came out at exactly the same time that Sylvaneth came out. So yeah. I am 100% deep diving on Sylvaneth. So all of my cash monies is going into that. Horus Heresy, eventually I will get to, but I'm very keen on playing Iron Hands. And, yeah, nice. Uh, yeah, just basically going, it's fun, five themes. Yeah. So I'm just going to be in the drop site massacre, losing Ferris Manus. <laughs> I was going to say... Site. And the good thing is, is that when he dies in the game, it's kind of thingy. Well, so yeah, that's it. No spoilers. I mean, yeah, he definitely doesn't die in the horror section. <laughs> yeah, no. yourself, yeah. Uh, look, I am on. I'm on the brink. Uh, I've been added. Didn't pick up the new. I box. haven't picked it up yet. Okay. Um, okay. I need to. 
I promised Zach from the Capella Bar store yep. that I would buy it from him. Yep. Um, and I have not had an opportunity to get over there yet. Great. Uh, when I do, I will be picking it up and I will be doing Sons of Horus. Nice. Because the colour scheme is excellent. The box comes with transfers. Yeah. Everyone who bought the box is, yep. doesn't need their yep. Sons of Horus transfers. Yep. And then their shoulder pads... You've got a lot of characters in the army, mm-hmm. so you've got, you know, obviously Horus, and then you've got Abaddon and yep. and Loken and everyone who comes with them. Yep. So nice. it's it's a very characterful army, and it's an army that's involved in most of the major conflicts. Mm-hmm. And so I enjoy that that it's it's um, yeah, it's a very prominent legion in the in the story. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so, well, I think um, the Capalaba store is like a for people getting into it which is really cool um, so that'll probably inspire me once Silvernet's painted and mm. I've got some different lists in mind so once that's all done then I'll be able to pick up the old iron hand so I'll probably just start buying oh I think that starter box is insane oh it's crazy it's my birthday at the end of August so I'm hoping oh just really just buy <laughs> straight up the box and then yeah because you can pretty much run I've still got my old um, Battle of Kalth uh, oh, so you've well. got like yeah, a yeah. So I got a whole legion worth of dudes already. So oh, I'm sweet man! To get into it. Are they all iron hands as well? Painted as word bearers at the moment. Okay, um, but I'll just strip them and then yeah, paint them up as iron hands. So I'm thinking school holidays. I'll just paint those guys up as iron hands. Yeah, sweet. Their scale is a little bit smaller than mm-hmm. what the new ones are. Um, but that's right. Don't bother me. Space yeah. Marines, space Marines. That's so it. It's good. I can't <laughs> wait. And I know like Al and a few of the boys are really keen. So they're you know, Al's done a heap of terrain for his store, so yeah, oh, I think excellent. there'll be a bit of inspiration is having a few people keen to play it and, yeah, having and, fun. So And great tables to play on. Yeah, and I, I always love just people throwing out their favourite Legion and a bit of Legion rivalry is always yeah. good. And, yeah, that's, good. One, that's one thing I really like about Horus Heresy as well, is that it doesn't seem like... Obviously, you'll have the outliers who do, but it doesn't seem like the majority of players are trying to game the system or mm-hmm. build, you know, cutting well, edge. The other thing is, it's seventh edition forty k, so that's <laughs> yeah, really cool. like you got the templates, you've got armor values and whippy sticks. Yeah, you can like <laughs> definitely like you gouge uh, someone's eye you out. Have the what is it? The thing that Gary always talks about, where is um, oh, what was it? He added flyer that didn't have the cool thing that you needed because otherwise you'd just get immobilized. Oh, the dozer up. blades. Yeah, dozer blades. Yeah, so like putting dozer blades how, on flyers. Yeah, dozer blades <laughs> on flyers wasn't a thing. So yeah, you've always got to run with the dozer blades. That's important. But yeah, it's, it's good. It's good stuff. Gabe's just playing Oh, sorry. Sound, I so. didn't realize how much that... Yeah, I don't know what that is. I so. apologize. There's just a massive... Yeah, okay, that's massive not good. Massive spike of... Massive spike of audio. So sorry, is if, if people have just died. But. <laughs> if you're out on your run and you're eardrum starts bleeding I sincerely apologise so probably the biggest uh, landmark in the last couple of weeks for us would be the Games Workshop uh, Warhammer Heat 2 Mm -hmm. which was a two day five game event at the uh, not the Cavalabar store at the Mount Gravatt store uh, that you and I both attended Mm -hmm. we had a few of the Mango Boys Come along. Yep. It was a, I want to say, 24 player I event. It was 24, yeah. In the yeah, end. I think it was 23, and they had Ryan as the Bio Buster. Buster I'm that sounds sure. right. And then uh, someone didn't show up on the second day. 
Yeah, so he he didn't have to buy bus yeah. the second day. Yeah. Um, it was a, a we've oh, we talked about the players pack yep. last yeah, episode. The last episode of the one before. Yep. yep. Because obviously it's a very different players pack to what we're used to. Mm-hmm. The sports and painting are very heavily weighted. Yep. Uh, which is. You know, not a surprise with the Games Workshop event. It's yep. a, it's kind of a exhibition event for them, celebrating all aspects of the hobby. Um, some people love it, some people don't, and that's fine. There are plenty of tournaments to cater to other people if they're not into that. But I will say, I had a ton of fun mm. at the weekend. Mm. Everyone was a super cool dude or girl, or mm-hmm. you know, like every every player there was good, great to interact with. Mm. So I had a great time. I know that you had a great time. Yep. yep. Um, what was the army that you took? <laughs> uh, surprise, surprise, <laughs> I took trees. Um, what? Yeah, so took the list I've been taking to most events with um, Alarion, Dreicher, Tree Lord Ancient, uh, three units of three tree revs, oh, Branch Wraith, which is my general, so in Heart, uh, not Heartwood, in, um, oh god, I'm thinking list for the book. <laughs> yeah, um, it's in, hard to snap yeah, back. In Nullroot, and then a unit of three. Colonel Hunters, and then basically, yeah, just um, all about trying to summon, all about safe stacking, all about teleporting where I need to, and yeah, that was the list. It was pretty much, as I said, I've been taking it for a while now, and, mm-hmm. and um, I, I kind of knew what I was doing with it, so it was my first two-day event, though, with the Silvernet, so I was really keen to see what I could do with my results. Um, even though it was soft scores really heavily weighted, um, the matchups were still based on your win-loss ratio anyway. So Which you is, still go into a yeah. game versing someone who's also on three wins. And, and yeah, it was yeah. good. So I, yeah. I was happy to see how the Silvernath went over two, two days, which was nice. Gabe, yourself? Uh, I took Slanesh. Uh, so this was off the back of... Uh, the one-day gauntlet tournament that I took them to, mm-hmm. uh, which taught me a lot about the army and its shortfalls. <laughs> uh, so the main thing that I added to this army was a lot of ranged options, yep. Yep. which at on surface level, at the time they were subpar units, but they're a necessary evil mm-hmm. because otherwise the army doesn't function very mm-hmm. well. So okay. I took... I was running uh, Lurid Haze. I took Sigvold... Glutos or Skillion and an Infernal Enrapturous. Mm-hmm. Uh, she and Sigvold were my generals because you can have multiples. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason that Glutos, you can take up to three, but if your generals are within 12 inches yep. of each other, mm-hmm. they can't issue or receive commands, no. which is bad. <laughs> so Glutos stayed as just a regular hero. Uh, I had a unit of Bliss Barb Archers. I had two units of Hellstriders with the Spears. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I had some Slick Blades, some Bliss Barb Seekers, and a unit of Fiends. Mm. And that was pretty much it. Nice, nice. <laughs> so a bit different to the list you took to um, the Gauntlet. So I know that you ended up painting frantically some oh. Archers. And <laughs> yeah. also, I think Glutos had been painted prior to it, but you were yeah. looking at... Blue five arches and trying to get those done, which are not and then easy the models the fane of slanesh, yeah, the fane of slanesh as well, the terrain piece. Yep, yep. I had to get that painted, which mm. probably one of my favourite elements of the army to paint. But again, being slanesh and 
There's no such thing as anything generic and simple in Slanesh. It's super detailed. Yeah, everything's very deluxe. Oh, yeah, very it's extra. Just, yeah. It's so it's extra. Very Slanesh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. which is important. But yeah, no, you got it all painted, which was awesome. Um, mm. I think you were planning on doing a display board, but I, then I was, but yeah. that didn't end up happening. Yeah. Um, and so the display board is probably going to wait for either the finals or um, armies on parade later in the year. Okay. Cool. So nice. we'll nice. see how we go. I don't want to rush things, and with the landscape of AOS changing as much as it is, mm. Mm. Uh, there are obviously big changes in my list that I need to also keep painting because yeah. <laughs> yep. it never ends. Yeah. Um, but before we get too carried away with the finals, mm. uh, let's talk about game one. Uh, game one. Let's go day one. Mm-hmm. How did your first three games go? Uh, went well so far. Um, I so far. <laughs> um, I ended up getting matched against Lynchy in the first game, so against his Slanesh, oh. um, which was awesome because James and I have been at a lot of events together in the past, um, and we've only played each other. Uh, I want to say once or twice, and every time's just been an awesome game. He's a fantastic player and. Uh, he was, interestingly enough, running a very similar list to you. Um, and it had Slanessa, had uh, Sigvald, yep. had a few things going, which was really cool. Um, and we were playing in Border War. So that was the mm-hmm. one with the two objectives in the middle and then one on home, which is worth four. Um, basically, both a three drop, um, which was interesting. And he gave me first turn, which was nice. So basically, I just racked up points really early. I teleported onto the objectives kind of set up so that I could have some reserves come in if he if he pushed far too forward. Um, and yeah, I was really lucky because my right-hand side objective, I had Dreitra and three Kurnots on there. Um, and they held out against a charge from a few Slanesh units coming in and, and managed to hold an objective off him for a turn. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the highlight of the game for me, it was a bit back and forth. Uh, he bought Sigvard on in the back edge, so he... Managed to kill my Branch Wraith really early, which I'm not usually used to. Um, but then wasn't able to outnumber me on my home objective, which was nice. So, because he was only worth two models. Um, so, I was able to kind of claw it to keep it ahead of the game basically the whole time. Um, Sigvald charged, charged in against my Tree Lord Ancient, who was on a one-up save. Oh, no. Um, and, yeah, Sigvald went in, did six wounds, I think, to the Tree Lord Ancient. Uh, he had taken some wounds earlier in the battle, as in Sigvald had from shooting, and um, the Tree Lord Ancient turned around and rolled a six for the um, Stinkfinger, which does oh. D6 mortal wounds. Yep. And I rolled a six for the mortal wounds, Ooh. and Lynchy did not pass a single after save, and it killed oh. Sigvald right. So uh, <laughs> it ended up being, that was definitely the highlight of the game. But um, yeah, the game ended up, I ended up winning by... 34 points. So, oh, wow. Yeah, it was... Uh, the thing about the game is that it, I could rack up points a lot with the home objective and holding the middle. And when Lynchy couldn't get the objectives off me because the monster's holding them, of counting course. as five, uh, Slanesh doesn't like to be hit back. <laughs> and I was just able to tank a lot of things with my save stacking. So there are a few moves that Lynchy pulled, which were great. But I think, as you know, Slanesh is very unforgiving as an army. And Ooh, yeah. yeah, I just managed to... Um, take it away from him and yeah had a massive win for for game one which was a lot of fun and obviously 
Lynch's army's beautiful. He gave me props for my army, so I'll take that oh, over good. anything else for, yep. for painting. So, very good. Uh, yeah, so that was my first game. How about yourself, Gabe? Uh, so I played a Skaven army for my first game. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit a little bit different to... When you hear Skaven at a tournament, you immediately think of the nine Stormfiend list that's yep. floating around at the yep. moment. Yep. Uh, this was not that. So I played a guy called Scott... He was running uh, three Screaming Bells. He had two Claw Lords and a Plague Priest. Mm-hmm. And all of the rest of his points were in Clan Rats. Great. So he had like 160... It was a crazy oh, a number of... Beautiful looking army as well. Beautiful, it yeah, really it was. Well. And yeah. he had all these Vermin Lords just in case the bells went off and they look incredible too. Like it's just this big horde of rats. Um, This... With the with the bells, their main damage output is a big aura, and they can do little chip damage to every unit within that very large aura, which worked perfectly for me because I was farming depravity like it was going out of fashion, mm-hmm. and it was one of those games where priority went the right way at the right times, mm-hmm. um, and it was one of those games where I was able to hit when you when you hit clan rats with anything they start dying because they're clan rats but i was it was one of those things we could go toe to toe and slanesh would come out on top in the combat phases Mm. so slick blades were slaughtering their way through big regiments of units sigvold came on a board edge killed a bell and then a claw lord ran up and just tonked him in the face and he ended up dying Uh, but it was a pretty bloody game and I managed to come out on top with a decent win nice uh, yeah played I think I played pretty I was on the ball for mm. this game mm. because it was the first game of the day I was fresh I knew like I was all over my rules Glutos didn't have a huge part to play other than just shutting down uh, the Screaming Bells stopping all the Graciers from casting and the Enrapturous actually played a huge part in this game mm. because she has a 24 inch aura where you have to re-roll successful casts. If you roll doubles on the re-roll, re-roll yep. you take D3 mortals. Mm-hmm. So there's another source of depravity and it just snowballed pretty hard in this game. So I managed to get a big win over him in that game. So it was, nice. a, it was a good way to start the weekend. I was yep. like, okay, I got my win. I was going in hoping for 2-3. Nice. So I was nice. halfway there. Yep, very nice. Uh, yeah, so game two. Yeah, game two was shifting objectives. Um, because uh, my game went considerably well for me, I ended up playing Scott White and yeah, the new doc. So he was running Marathi and the Bow Snakes. Um, in the new book, uh, the new book was being played. Um, mm. So it was the Night Point book as well. Um, and yeah, it was a brutal game in the sense that the matchup wasn't great because the three objectives are in the middle of the board, uh, exactly where Scott wants me to be. My shenanigans can't really <laughs> play against me, so it, I couldn't spread him out. Uh, 15 bow snakes with a four up rally, um, denying mm. my rallies, denying my, you know, like yeah. a lot of new combos within the book itself. Um, Interestingly, I found... So I ended up playing a... Um, I went for a play, essentially, in turn three, looking for the turn three to four double, um, where I could then push my advantage and get up on points. 
um, didn't get the priority, so ended up losing Alariel as a result, and it was just kind of the way that the game was going to go. I, I knew going into it that it wasn't a great matchup. Um, the mission wasn't really great, but interestingly, with the list itself, uh, I found the new doc um, to be that everything's on the table. So mm. in the old dock, things used to be in the sky. You'd be able to teleport. Um, you really had to think about the board presence and everything like that. Um, but yeah, the new book, surprisingly, I yeah. didn't find as painful to play against. Uh, it was still brutal. He tabled me by turn four. Yep. Um, we spoke about it afterwards. He said, I didn't play anything wrong. It's just that with all the pluses to hit now and pluses to mm. wound, um, Marathi saved to uh, saved one of her wounds in turn one. So she only took two wounds in turn one. Um, so again, Marathi, you've really got to chip away at to, to get out early. So he was just able to push with Marathi and, or it's Shadow Queen rather, and just do what he needed to. Um, which is a shame because I, I think having that freedom for him meant that he could push the advantage. Whereas mm. I was trying to make some special moves sort of thing. And I killed all his witches. I killed his cauldron. He had... The 15 bow snakes and Marathi left. Um, but again, that's just enough to, to clean me off and I wasn't able to summon enough things and um, use my teleport shenanigans to my advantage. It was basically teleport things on objectives, watch them die, and then turn two, <laughs> move all my good stuff onto objectives and watch them die. And oh, it was just no. kind of the way it was going to be. So it was a big loss, but um, what can you say? It, it, was, yeah. it was kind of always destined to be. And, and it was, uh, yeah, a big loss to me for, mm. for game two. How about yourself? How'd you go? Uh, so I played against a gentleman called Harry, who was also playing Sylvaneth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I outdropped him, and I gave him first turn in shifting objectives. Mm-hmm. Now, in hindsight, I don't know if that was the right, right decision, uh, because what that allowed him to do was throw a couple of trees out. He was very cagey because he knew that Sigvold was coming on the table from probably his backboard edge. Mm -hmm. And so he was very cagey there. He capped a couple of objectives to start, and then I got the double turn from one into two. Right. And he had a lot of the... He had a couple of dryads. He had some, I want to say, tree revenants, the teleporting guys. Yep. Yep. Yep, tree revenants. So he had a few of them. I managed to clear all of them off, mm-hmm. uh, getting first turn charges off with all my cavalry. Sigvold came in and charged a unit of tree revs. On the double turn, he then charged into two of his little support characters. I managed to clear all his small bodies off with the double turn. And mm-hmm. as soon as I finished my double turn, I knew that I hadn't done enough. Right. Because he had a tree lord. Mm-hmm. He had a unit of six Kurnoth Hunters with sides. And this is in Harvest Boon. Yes. I believe. No, Winterleaf. Winterleaf, sorry. Sixes hit extra and it's a double pile. And there is a double pile in. And this is like nothing else in the game Mm -hmm. because it happens Mm -hmm. immediately. Mm -hmm. So you just go... I mean, there used to be a lot more of it in the game. Don't get me wrong. But in the current game where it stands, a lot of the double pile-ins, it's like, okay, you pile in, you attack... Your opponent gets a go, and then you can mm. pile that unit mm. in a second time. Whereas Kurnoth Hunters in Winterleaf just go, all right, that thing is going to die. Uh, he also had Dreicher, who is an absolute steamroller. Mm-hmm. 
so he got the double turn from two into three, mm-hmm. and it was probably the most punishing two turns that's come into the Slanesh army because he rolled in, the hunters deleted everything they touched, Drycha killed about 800 points on her own. Excellent, good. Like she Love just slaughtered her Love way through everything. It. Very nice. And by the, I played my turn three and I think we called it at the end of turn three because I had uh, Glutos alive mm-hmm. and that was about it. Mm-hmm. Everyone else was dead, and he had all three objectives locked down. Yeah, and I was like, he was like, he was a gent to play. I'd happily play him again. Don't get me wrong. Um, but yeah, he he had a very convincing win over me in that uh, that scenario. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, then we had lunch before that, didn't we? Or after? We did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, then we went into game three, um, which was the vice. Um, really interesting mission. I'm always a fan of it. Um, I ended up playing Seth and his Stormcast. So oh, yes. A really nice looking Stormcast army. Um, phenomenally painted, actually. Yeah. The, the all non-metallic medals. Yeah, all non-metallic. It was crazy. all beautifully done. And he had the six long strikes um, with the, the teleport banner. Um, but he didn't have dragons. He had uh, judicators instead. So he had the Lord Judicators, which basically the dudes with the Griff Hounds, big bows, they're rank two, damage three. So it's like great time for shooting. Um, essentially, with the Vice, it's a really interesting matchup because you're going into it and trying to push to the middle and hold that, knowing that the objective is going to end up there um, with hold one and hold more and all of that to, to look forward to. Um, obviously, with Seth's list as well, uh, the dudes are counting as three objectives each on, on objectives that aren't in his deployment zone. Mm. So that middle objective becomes a really... Yeah. Pre- prepare for it and know that's what's <laughs> going to happen turn four and five. Um I lost Alariel to a really interesting turn of events. So Seth's turn one, he went for bring it down. I took first turn, or sorry, I was given first turn and I went for the run three monsters mm-hmm. uh, to get an extra point. Um, and it was really weird because the way that I had deployed, Alariel had to actually push too far forward to get the within oh, three. Oh, okay. Um, so it put me in range to cop a double shooting from long strikes. Oh, that's not good. Um, he then did bring it down as his secondary. Yep. Um, so I, I scored the, th- the three points for the turn or the five points for the turn because you hold one, hold two, and then the, um, secondary with the monster. Uh, and then he went for bring it down and he actually didn't kill Lario. Ooh, so okay. he didn't spike his rolls. Um, I just managed to, to make my saves um, so yeah, I was kind of sitting there thinking, well, this is an opportunity to, uh, take the priority, get in with Alariel, kill six long strikes, make my, my life a lot easier. Yeah. He won priority, kills Alariel oh, in the hero. Uh, no, no well, sorry, he spent his double turn shooting, so, which is good. So I was glad that was out of the way because that's once per mm-hmm. game. Um, but yeah, he kills Alariel, um, starts moving on to objectives Long story short, um, Judicators, the Knight Judicators are really good machine gunners. Like, they're just long distance, ran two, damage three on their shots. They're two shots each, so it's not like crazy damage, but they're just 
there's a lot of them and yeah. with the long strikes when you have really when you have dangerous. four of them yeah. as well yeah so he ended up pushing up uh onto the middle objective and it came down to turn four and five where there was some really close play going down and essentially the last turn um i ended up i think seth had the last turn first yeah, because then I was going into it thinking, I've got to score five points here mm-hmm. to be able to um, win, uh, to get a draw. Yeah. So I knew what was what needed to happen. And the turn of events that needed to happen for me to win okay. was to kill his Relictor. So killing his Lord Relictor, basically he's got the, the grand strat of keep your priests alive. And oh, yes, I see. So I was like, all right, this is, this is my opportunity. So the Tree Lord <laughs> Ancients... Three Colonel Hunters with scythes and ten Dryads moving on to the final objective where there are five uh, Vindictors, the six Long Strikes, and his general, the, the priest, mm-hmm. on the objective. Tree Lord Ancient rolls in, and I knew that he was going to cop Overwatch from the six Long Strikes. So I charged in the Hunters first, the yeah. Scythe Hunters. They copped the long strike Overwatch, which mm-hmm. then puts me down to two models out of the three. So I'm only now I'm starting to lose models on the objective. Yep. Tree Lord Ancient rolls in, um, stomps on the priest and does three mortal wounds to him. <laughs> yep. So he's only got two wounds left. I then do the Tree Lord Stomp, which makes unit strike last, so he puts that on the priest as well. Yep. So Tree Lord Ancient, I go right. Here's my opportunity. I've got to try and kill these long strikes because long strikes are hunter target and oh, I am a yes. prime hunter. So yeah, if I kill them, I get three points straight off from doing that. Ooh, okay. So Tree Lord Ancient goes in, has three attacks with his um, his st- his staff, and then one with his stink finger. Okay. Stink finger. I go into the priest. Okay. Gamble. Yep. Splitting I knew attacks, what I was doing. classic. Uh, the the uh, D six damage on the staff goes into the um, the long strikes. Sure. I spike okay. with my attacks. Okay. All of the saves Seth fails, and oh. I do eighteen oh. damage with the oh. D six damage. I roll three sixes. Oh. Wipes out the six. Oh long strikes. wow! So that gets me three points for straight yep. up doing that. The priest, he then rolls a six on his stink finger. Yep. Oh, no. Does one mortal wound to him. Oh, no. <laughs> so oh. If, if I roll the two, I take out the priest and then I win the game on Grand Strat. Oh, what a heartbreaker. So it ended up being uh, Monstrous Takeover is what I took. My side punches spiked, killed the dudes on the objective. I managed to take the objective. I got Monstrous. So I ended up getting oh, six that's points. That's a so big I think, play. I think it ended up I needed six points to, to draw and it ended up I scored six points. Oh, so you got the draw? Yeah, so oh, I wow. ended up getting the draw as the, at the end of the game because <laughs> the Tree Lord Ancient... Yet again, after killing Sigvald in the last game, yeah, uh, manages to spike in. That's and a big kill play. Strikes That's and, a very clever play. So it was a fantastic game. Seth's a really good guy. He was yeah. pretty tired by the end of the day. Yeah, that's game fair. Three. Um, but yeah, it was a draw at the end of, there you go. of game three. So I was sitting on one, one, one. For, good stuff. For yeah, the end of the day, which, which is not great. a bad spot. Yeah, it was a good spot to be yeah. in. So I was, I was really happy with how I went. But how about your Very game good. three? Game? How'd you go? My game three. Well, I it's the vice. So we're playing long table edges. Mm-hmm. 
we know that the fight will inevitably end up in one place mm -hmm. as the objectives all center into the middle of the board. And we know that Slanesh has the speed to get around armies, but when you're playing the short side of the board, it leaves you with not much room to maneuver. So I knew that I was sitting in the middle of the pack. Mm -hmm. I was one and one, and I'm like, I could be facing anything. And I was open to knowing that I was going to have potentially a real tough matchup. Uh, or I could have, there were a few that I knew were in the same bracket. And I'm like, okay, if I come up against that, I might be in a pretty good spot for this. I might um, be able to put, put myself in a powerful position going into day two. Uh, unfortunately for me, I came up against a gentleman called Josh. He was playing uh, Kragnos and Beast Claw Raiders. So he had... <laughs> Uh, he had Kragnos, he had a Frostlord on Stonehorn, he had two Beast Riders on Stonehorns, and he had a unit of Mornfang Cavalry. <laughs> and that was his army. Uh, which is not good, because he scores tactics very efficiently with all the monsters. He is very difficult to kill, and he hits like a bus. Mm -hmm. He outscores me on objectives, because it's he Ogres, it's the, ogres yeah. and Kragnos. Yep. Uh, so... I, this this game turned into a bit of a bowling alley mm -hmm. because I brought in... I think I gave him first turn. He kind of shuffled around, didn't do too much. I came in with Sigvold and try and kill out his Mournfang. Mm -hmm. So he put his Mournfang cavalry on one side with Kragnos and he put his three Stonehorns on the other side. So his first battle tactic was obviously running three monsters together. Uh... I my first one was broken ranks because the Mornfanger cavalry mm -hmm. and I'm like I, I battle line sorry yeah so I came in with with Sigvold charged into him I got eleven on the charge roll so he came in with like eleven attacks mm -hmm. killed one left the other one on two wounds which was a good start yeah yeah uh, and then Josh took the took the turn retreated with the Mornfang charged Kragnos in and just pasted him. As he does. As he yep. does. It's, yep. you know, it's Kragnos. Yep. That's fair. Uh, but the rest of the game was pretty brutal. Mm -hmm. It was one of those games where it was a bit of a foregone conclusion. Yep. I think Josh was too polite to acknowledge it at the start. Yep. But I was like, man, you know, this is... There wasn't a lot that I think I could have done in that mm -hmm. scenario. Because sure. you've just got these four massive, massive damage dealing threats that are just steamrolling down the table and they it's being slanesh they just hit something and they kill it yeah so uh, Glutos tied up two of them for a couple of turns nice, nice. which I was pretty stoked with I got the charge on them so that they didn't get the huge damage yeah. boost on the charge but everything else pretty much just dissolved mm. I mean it's a brutal a brutal impact army and I just didn't have anything that could stall it yeah so it was a it was a pretty significant loss i stayed in the margin wasn't too big at the end uh, because i managed to get battle tactics and i've been chipping yep. away at different things um but it was one of those things where i think i knew how it was going to end and i think josh had a fair idea of how it was going to end um but yeah, yeah we ended up having a good game it was nice. the end of the day yeah and it was one of those things game three is always the hardest at an yep. event because you're worn out yeah and everyone's kind of working out what how the event's going to go for them. We had a really good game. He got one of my best sports votes. Nice. So we had handed out two over the yep. event. He got one of them because I was like, we actually had a really good chat. I was really relaxed because I 
wasn't stressing and overthinking the game because of the direction it was going. Mm-hmm. And so that meant that I was able to just kind of enjoy myself and enjoy playing the game and, and yeah, meeting someone new and nice. having a good game. Yeah, so, good stuff. So I finished the day on one win, two losses. Yeah. So I was all right with that because it puts me down the bottom. Yep. Um, where hopefully the idea is that you're going to face someone who's also had two big losses and... You know, and then we can have a, a fairly even keeled mm. game. So mm. I was I was alright with it. I just wanted to try and pick up that last win and see what I could do. Yep. Uh, but yeah, that was my game game three. Nice. So then yep, obviously went home overnight and came back for day two. Um, I was put up against Nick, who's a guy I haven't met before. Um, I've seen him at events recently, but I've never played him or, or met him in person. Um, and he was running Cruel Boys, so he was running the nine um, Bolt Boys with Kragnos and Ooh, um, yes, I saw this army. The Snatcher Boss and and a few other things. So uh, and then I think two units of ten of the uh, Shield Boys. So, gut Rippers. Yeah, Gut Rippers, and then obviously it was in Big Yellows, so it was um, the Battle Line, battle yeah, line the, for the Long Strike. The Bolt yeah. yeah, yeah, the bolts, the bolt boys, long strikes. Um, <laughs> Still yeah. got PTSD all, yeah, from that game. Strikes. Um, this was a really interesting game because it was the one where you could burn objectives with battle line, um, or if your battle line was holding it, then you count as more. Yeah, uh, but you can burn the opponent's objectives, um, and yeah, it was really interesting game. Um, a couple of highlights of the game was Alarial dying to twenty one mortal wounds in shooting um, so she just got nuked by the bolt boys and and nick was really 21 yeah he was really lovely about it because he's he you know how when people say oh this never happens yeah. like, it, and you're like that doesn't yeah, make this yeah, better it doesn't make it better but he um <laughs> he was actually really good like he he actually when he rolled it was just like oh my god like you could see he wanted to say this yeah. never happens. He actually did, but I um I, I didn't hold it against yeah, him. Like absolutely. it was it, obviously like I know how these dice rolls work and it never happens. So what I really like about Cruel Boys are and I was talking to um a couple other Cruel Boys players about it actually, um and Luke Luke Piatti was there as well. He was playing his Cruel Boys and we were yeah. talking about how they're very swingy. So they're mm. They can spike and they can just absolutely fail you completely. Yeah. And interestingly, after doing the 21 mortal wounds to Ilario with the shooting, I respected the Bolt Boys a fair bit, but then I kind of went, you know what? I'm going to hold back with my Tree Lord Ancient and Drycha and mm-hmm. just play the objective game and yeah. funnel Kragnos where he needed to be, use the Tree Revs, you know, did my burning of where I needed to, and essentially... Um, the bot boys at one stage uh, needed to kill Battleline, and they did, but they only did six mortal wounds as opposed Ooh, to 21. Okay. So yeah. it still killed them, but it was like you'd seen the 21 mortal wounds in the first shooting. Yeah, and as the like, opening oh, salvo, yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, no. that's right. And you're like, oh, God, this is how it works. And he's got covered in mud, so I couldn't target mm. him with my bot, uh, with my bot- shooting, sorry. Um, so I just played the objective game. Um, poor Nick, it came down to the last turn. We did the maths and he needed to get his battle tactic to win the game. And he'd run out of battle tactics that were possible. So he and I spoke about what you could kind of work through. Yeah. Um, 
the generic ones he couldn't, so through the Cool Rule book, and then he actually went, oh, there's one that I could do through Cruel Boys where I have to do 10 wounds to you and not take 10 in return. Oh, okay. Which was a really interesting one. So he throws in his Snatcher boss uh, into my Kurnoth Hunters, um, the Bowboy Kurnoth Hunters, and he needed, and also the five Tree Revs. And so he needed to kill the five Tree Revs and the Kurnoth Hunters. Bolt Boys failed him on shooting. So yep. I think he did one mortal wound and then the rest I saved. And then the Snatcher boss went in and whipped completely, oh. did five wounds with the Kurnoths. And then I actually did more wounds back to him. And he didn't, <laughs> he didn't make the 10 wounds that he needed to. So he oh, failed the battle no. tactic. And I actually won the game by a point. Oh, really? A single point. Oh, so nice. It was, obviously there's no differential in this. It's just win or loss. Um, he took it like an absolute champion and was he actually got one of my best sport votes as well because he just was a gentleman to play against. We mm. we had a lot of fun. He was loving it. Um, had never played Silverneth before, so I was kind of trying to explain things to him. And afterwards, he was like, this game was amazing. Like, I loved that <laughs> you were so tricky with stuff. And he's like, yeah. I, he said, I never really felt in the game. And he said, but I also felt like I was never out of the game either. So, yeah. Um, Which, with a one-point margin, is probably a fair assumption. Yeah, and you know what? It, it, it's heartbreaking to lose games by one point, but he took it like a champion, and, and we both were cheering on his snatcher boss yeah. to try and get the, the, <laughs> the battle tactic, because if I lost by a point to a list like that, yeah. I didn't, it didn't bother me. Like, yeah. It's not like I'm coming up against long strikes and dragons and, and sitting there going, okay, cool, this is how it's meant to go, or, you know, like fly Blight Lords sort of thing, like... I know how those games go. Um, whereas Cruel Boys was so swinging and, and, and very destruction that um, losing Alariel in a one-turn shooting oh, was pretty yeah. brutal. Uh, it only happened... Um, so I lost Alariel twice over the weekend and it was uh, in Seth's game with the long strikes and then yeah. in the Cruel Boys with the, the um, Bolt Boys. So, yeah. yeah, so I took a win away with that one. Very um, good. So you're sitting on three and one? At, uh, uh, sorry, two, two one, 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 one at this yeah. point. Yeah, okay. at that stage going to game five. So, All right. Yeah, how about you, Gabe? What does game four entail? So Sunday morning, I came up against uh, Nathan Mayer, mm-hmm. who is one of the boys from Out Lately Way. Mm-hmm. Um, super nice dude. Goes to heaps of events. Goes to heaps yep. of events. Like yep. everyone's, yeah, he's been, he's been everywhere. Everyone's seen him. Like everyone knows the guy. Um, lovely dude. Mm. We played, he was playing Nighthaunt and this is with the new book. So I had no idea really what to expect. I knew that they were good and I knew um, that Patrick Carter has been raving about how good they are. Mm-hmm. And so I knew it was going to be a rough game. Uh, it was the yeah the oh god I keep forgetting the names the, uh, the, the scenario yeah the six you, burns one six objectives you yep. burn them we all know there the, is a great name for it but there I is a great name it. that someone put a lot of work into yep. and we'll remember it one day yeah um we don't we won't need to actually no we won't because yep. we get new scenarios in yep. like three weeks um but I deployed quite wide on this because I knew night haunt always going to be a challenge with flying, being able to charge things and then pile in over the top. So I was very cagey with my objectives. I had Glutos as my anchor in the center, put Sigvold in reserve through Lurid Haze. And then Nathan dropped a big bunker of ghosts on the right-hand side of the table. 
So he had a lot of spirit hosts in there. I think he had three units of three spirit hosts. I think he had five or six heroes in there and then a lot of chain rasps that he was using just as little MSU screens, bodies on objectives. So he had unit of 10 on his center and left-hand objective. Um, so I, I didn't really know what to expect. I kind of... I was confident that I could clear the left-hand objective and maybe the center objective. The big bunker, I didn't really know how to attack it because mm -hmm. spirit hosts can bodyguard for characters and they can absorb a huge amount of damage. Rend pretty much doesn't matter. They can fly. So I ended up... I think I took first turn and with the speed that I had, I was able to launch fiends across the board, push out all my screens so that I had a bit of a buffer zone around my objectives. Sigvold came in on his backboard edge and charged onto the middle objective, mm -hmm. managed to hit the chain rasps there and killed a significant number of them. Uh, I think I left one alive, which was great for broken ranks. I'm stoked about that. Um, because again, his, his whole thing is he hits like a bus, high quality attacks, Ren 2, which means nothing against Nighthorn. So he was struggling to get through Chain Rasps just because if you don't roll well on your D3s and Nathan rolls well on his saves, mm. it's just how the game goes. Yep. Yep. Uh, Nathan got the double turn on me Oof. and just this ball of ghosts rolled up my right flank and slammed into my army at full pace. I didn't quite realise how impactful the charge mechanic is for Nighthaunt. So, for people who haven't read it, uh, every time a Nighthaunt unit charges an enemy, they, depending on their charge roll, they can inflict a penalty on that unit. So, mm. it might be neg one to hit, might be neg one to save. At one point, I think my Slick Blade Seekers were neg two to hit, neg two to their save, and striking last. Yeah, because it's stacked. So. It's yep. stacked, yep. and it is wild. Yep. Nighthaunt, in the hands of a good player, mm. is wild mm. um and so so these double turns rolled in and i'm in my head i'm like man this is this is um game three all over again i'm just getting hit and stuff is just dissolving in front of me um but slanesh is one of those armies where half of your game is losing models mm -hmm. because you lose models you get depravity you can then summon mm. And so I was able to... My Fiends and my and Sigvold were able to clear two objectives mm -hmm. in Nathan's deployment zone. Mm -hmm. I was able to then basically pinball Sigvold onto the right-hand objective where his bunker had been. Mm -hmm. And he was there fighting a couple of heroes that had stayed behind to hold it. A couple of ghosts. Yep. A couple of ghosty boys. And the rest of my army was just basically mobbing the snow uh, the big bunker that mm -hmm. he was pushing around. So mm -hmm. I was all of my shooting was targeting heroes because I'm like, I don't want to split shots. Usually I would split shots, but in this case, I could focus all my shots into heroes and then they split the shots for mm -hmm. me with bodyguard. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, if I kill the hero, that's a bonus. If it gets passed off, I'll do some damage to spirit host, get more depravity. The bit that got that caught Nathan off guard, I think, was I got the double turn from three into four. Mm -hmm. And after his double turn on me causing horrific damage, I started my double turn with 24 depravity. Mm. 
So turn three, I summon 30 demonettes on my home objective. Mm-hmm. Start of turn four, I summon a Keeper of Secrets on my other objective. Mm-hmm. And then Sigvold continued his rampage. He actually, once he got through the Chain Rasps, he got into the Heroes and he just started skewering people, or ghosts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I ended up getting a big win in this game, nice. which nice. was that was probably the my favorite, not my favorite because I won, but it was the most rewarding game to play mm. because I know that I had to pull out every trick in the book mm. to try and get it, and I managed to push it over the line. I made some good decisions. Nathan and I talked through a couple of decisions mm-hmm. for both of us, mm-hmm. and it was just a it was a real gentleman's game, and it was very. Back and forth, it was very even keeled. Mm-hmm. Like there was no, it wasn't like one side was just steamrolling. Yeah. It felt like that. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like when that snowball was coming down the flank, I'm like, man, this. And I was getting a bit sad because I'm like, man, this army is tough to play. But then I was like, okay, well, I, I, I at least want to give Nathan a game. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to be a sad sack. Yeah. So and we had a really, you know, we were having great interactions and stuff. And then it was halfway through, it was after turn three, I'm like, oh, hold on. I'm actually still in this game. Like, I'm, I think my focus was on that, that um, bunker and not the rest of the battlefield, which I had almost complete control of. Mm. So, in that regard, I think I played it smart mm. and I managed to come out with a win. So, I'm sitting on two and two. Nice, nice. And I'd hit my goal. I was like, sweet, I've, I've got my two wins. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was stoked going into game five. Mm-hmm. Nice. What was game five like for you? Game five for me was against Clint and his Soul Black Gravelords. Oh. So he was sitting on... Uh, I think he was also on 2-1-1 as well. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he was exactly the same score as me. Um, yeah, it was really cool. He was running Manfred as he does. So uh, Manfred, Vampire Lord on Zombie Dragon, which was also a Manfred riding a dragon. Uh, then a Vampire Lord on foot, which is so Manfred. He has so many Manfreds. Um, then it was big chunk of zombies, um, some dogs, and uh, yeah, I think that was it. So, oh, and Graveguard, so a big block of Graveguard. Mm. Um, it was Starstrike, so I was feeling really good about this mission because my army can just get wherever it needs to, so regardless of where the stars fall. I know I can just kind of take advantage of my my moves and I can also take advantage of the fact that death is reasonably slow if they're not blocking mm-hmm. out the board. Um, really interesting game. So I took, I think I ended up getting first turn um, and I think I just shot some dogs off. I kind of positioned, set some trees up pretty much wherever I needed to. So I was out of range of unbinds. I had the Tree Lord Ancient who drops his free wood. Um, and yeah, I kind of prepared to expect the star to fall, um, on either side rather than the middle. So I'd set mm-hmm. up trees right on both spots yep. in which the star would fall. Um, Alario moved up. I had, uh, Dreitcha move up. I kind of shot some dogs and, uh, took some wounds off a, um, off the zombie Lord dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Clint had his turn. He kind of pushed up, um, moved the dogs up, brought some dogs up from the grave. Uh, his grave guard were in the grave, so okay. uh, he was waiting to bring them on. 
Um, interestingly, the star then fell uh, on the left-hand side where I had some trees. And Clint won the priority and gave me the turn. Ooh. So I think he was just kind of expecting to see where I'd play my hand and where I'd push up and what I'd do with different things. Um, unfortunately for Clint, when I took that turn, he lost his zombie lord on dragon, uh, 20 dogs. And oh, wow. I think he also took some wounds off Manfred oh, as well. Jeez. I then held the objective. Uh, I pushed my um, advantage. I'd put more trees on the board. I was kind of doing what I needed to. And Clint even said to me, he said, when I've thought about giving you the turn, he said, I knew I would lose some stuff. I just wasn't expecting to lose yeah. that much. Um, which is fairness to Clint. Like that, mm. that was literally um, the best thing that could have happened for me. Absolutely. So he's then set on the back foot. Um, he has his turn, kind of position stuff moves on to the objective. Ice Van Gory Lord moves on to the objective. Um, the star then falls on his right-hand side, which is the left-hand side for me. So mm -hmm. where the other star is, basically, and mine falls right in the middle oh, okay. for me. So the stars are in a zigzag, <laughs> and I'm able to basically yeah. take advantage of my home objective by putting more dryads on there. And then the other two, I was just putting tree revs on and everything like that. I won priority. Kill his Vangori Lord, uh, kill the rest of the dogs. Manfred, oh sorry, he won priority, so he positions himself, does monstrous takeover. Manfred has to push onto his right hand objective because his zombies weren't fast enough. Mm -hmm. I then move Alariel in in turn three, and uh, after all the shooting and all of the charges with impact hits, Manfred's on one wound. Oh. And so Manny, <laughs> it was really interesting because Clint's <laughs> like, I know what I have to do, but I also don't want to do it, which yeah. is teleport away. Yeah. And I was like, Clint, what would Manfred do? Yeah. And sure enough, he uh, removes himself, puts yeah. himself in the back corner. Um, poor Clint, he was handling everything so well. And then turn four, he gets flustered because he didn't bring his grave guard up. Oh, yeah. So they were still in the grave, and if they're not up by oh, turn four, they no. just get wiped out. So yeah. I just said to him, I said, don't, uh, he got halfway through his move in turn three. And I was like, don't worry about it, bring him up. Yeah. But the only place he could bring them up was at the back of the board. With and Manfred. With Manfred, which oh. then the grave gutter having to foot slog it up oh, to my home objective. No. So everything just was like, it was just every bit of luck for me went my way, and yep. every bit of luck did not go Clint's way. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. Uh, it ended up being a big win for me, but Clint got my favourite vote for um, the weekend because, as I said to him, he could have yeah, absolutely cracked it. And yeah. Oh, know, when, yeah, when luck doesn't go your way... It, and he even said to me halfway through the game, he's like, it's not you. He said it's the dice and it's really becoming yeah. oppressive to play against is yeah. his dice rolls. Yeah. Um, you know, like he was... <laughs> there were times where he's like, I just need a four-inch charge and would only roll a four. Oh. Um, and so he... But he needed more than four to get like yeah. dogs in and stuff. And like there was one fun thing where um, <laughs> he, for a battle tactic... <clears throat> He, I think it's um, one of the Soul Black Gravelord ones where you basically have to lose a unit, a summonable unit. Ooh. You just have to get him killed. So yeah. he threw his 20 zombies into Ilario because he knew Ilario would just turn around and absolutely wipe him, which she did. Um, yeah. And we just had a lot of fun with that. The dogs yeah. had to oh, try and make good. it in and um, towards the end of the game. And, and it was just like Manfred um, 
sat on the back of the boards. He ended up teleporting somewhere and, and surviving on one wound for his grand strat because he needed his yep. wizards to stay alive as I needed mine. All of his wizards were dead for, apart from oh. Manfred on one wound. So yeah. I actually said to Clint at the end of the game, I said, look, it's Themy. Manfred would actually be the only one to survive in a situation like this. He'd actually just disappear and, and fight yeah. another day sort of thing. That's but um, yeah, no, it was... Brutal game for Clint, but as I said, he got my best best sports vote, um, and so did Nick. So my day two oh, opponents were were basically the best sports. So yeah, yeah, I managed to finish three one one for for the very weekend, good. which was Looking pretty cool. So yeah, yeah, a lot of awesome. fun. It was pretty good. Uh, how about your game five? Okay, game? so my game five, I ended up playing against Barry, mm-hmm. uh, who is a local Stormcast player. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been to heaps of events like he's just hit the scene shows up a lot of gauntlets yeah like he goes to pretty much every event that shows up which is great Um, he was playing a Stormcast army Mm -hmm. uh, with rather than long strikes he had the 15 judicators he had a unit of two fulminators just as a little sledgehammer to run around and reliably clear things off Uh, his other battle line were two units of liberators he had the lord Everything's Lord and Knight yeah, yeah, and everything. Yeah. He had the guy that teleports and then he had the priest yeah. with the prayer. Yeah. Uh, and he also had... Not, not Gavriel. Who's the other guy? Gla- Gardas? Gardas, Steel Soul. The guy yeah. doing the superhero yeah. landing. Yeah. Uh, he had him yeah. and he had three of the Stormstrike chariots, mm, mm. which is a renegade really cool choice. Yeah. Very cool list. Yeah. I think the chariots are pretty underrated. Yes, they're great. And yeah. I think... Given circumstances at the moment, I think we might see them a bit more. Yes. Yep. Um, but basically, it was Star Strike. He started the game by teleporting into the middle of the field, mm-hmm. and so he brought his Judicators into the middle of the field with a teleport. He dropped Gardas and three chariots in front of them as a screen, so he's got this bunker in the middle of the table, and. Tell you what, I think this was turn two. Turn mm. one was very cagey mm-hmm. because obviously there's no yeah, objectives no, no on the objectives. board. Yep. We did yep. very little. Yep. I think my Infernal and Rapturous cut herself on the fane to give me one depravity point. Um, I made some critical errors in my first two turns. Right. The first being uh, Savage Spearhead. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if I run, if I bring Sigvold on the table because he has to come on turn one and I run Hellstriders over the half inch line, uh, the halfway line, because they have movement 14, mm-hmm. so a run will get them well and truly where they need to go. If I run them over the halfway line, well, there's a there's an easy one mm-hmm. straight off the bat. I waited till the end of the turn and then checked the deployment, and that's not enemy territory. Mm-hmm. Down the middle of the table, mm-hmm. enemy territory is 11 inches off the yep. back of the board, yep. so I failed that one. Yep. And then in my second turn, I charged Sigvold into five Liberators to get broken ranks did like 11 wounds to them. So I'm like, sweet. I cut through all of their armor saves. So, sorry, after saves, there was 11 wounds. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then he's gone, oh, well, they've got a ward save and he's kept one alive on one wound, Mm -hmm. which was heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. So already there were some poor decisions made on my part that were just hemorrhaging points. This is a scenario where you can come back pretty easily because the objectives escalate very fast in what they're worth. Um, but it ended up... The objective ended up dropping in the middle of the table. Mm-hmm. Judicators teleported onto it. Stormstrike chariots dropped in front. 
all the storm strikes failed their charges. <laughs> so they were just basically a, a big, sturdy screen. Yeah. And they are sturdy because they're yeah. 12 wounds each. Yeah. Uh, the Judicators dropped their Thunderbolt volley, mm-hmm. I think, the hero phase shooting. Yep. Yep. Turn one. Now, I'm not entirely sure what Barry's logic was, and he kind of admitted afterwards, he's like, man, I don't know what I was thinking there. Uh, he dumped the entire unit into my Infernal Enrapturous. Oh, okay. All right. right? Yeah. Bold choice. Yeah. Five wounds. Well, she was... F- no, she was five wounds because she had the artifact for an extra wound. Uh, so she was five wounds. He's basically gone hero face shooting 15 of these guys into her. He's rolled the three special weapons first mm-hmm. and just killed her instantly. And he was like, oh, okay, well, I've wasted a lot of damage output. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, you kind of did. Yeah. But I was like, I need to claw yeah, this win. Yeah. So I was, I, he ended up shooting something in the hero phase, uh, shooting phase and wiped stuff out. Basically, as soon as his bunker was there, I'm like, right, he's played his hand. Everything's on the table. I need to start getting stuff mm. off the table. Mm. So I launched a full offensive on the middle of the board. Shooting all the way, like Bliss Barb Archers, Bliss Barb Seekers are just pumping shots. Uh, just chipping wounds off everything they can. I charged the Hellstriders into his Judicators first, mm-hmm. uh, knowing that he would either have to unleash Hell on them or not unleash Hell at all. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm happy to lose five Hellstriders if that's the price I have to pay. So I charged them in, he unleashed Hell, killed them, and then the, my Fiends got into his... Judicators. Mm-hmm. Glutos and the Slick Blades all charged in the front. Uh, the Fiends just slaughtered like 12 of the Judicators. I'd done a bit of spell damage to them. I'd shot them up. Like they, they ended up on, you know, two, I think they had two models by the end of the turn. Mm-hmm. And I'd chipped a bunch of wounds off all the chariots, but I hadn't killed them. So they're all on like five or four wounds mm-hmm. each. Just enough to, um, just enough to not kill them because the ward save from Gardas is crazy. Mm-hmm. It's not a command ability; it's just an aura. Yeah, Everyone nice gets a five yep. up. Yep. Stormcaster already hard enough to kill. Yeah. Uh, he tried rallying that unit twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, failed both. I think he recovered one model. Yeah. Out of the two rallies. Yeah. Uh, but this was one of those games where I I think I'd given away too many units too early. Mm-hmm. And the grind in the middle of the board is not a play style that Slanesh, Slanesh wants yeah. anything yeah. to do with. Yeah, that's, fair. that's uh, fair. And so I ended up losing this game. It wasn't as big a loss as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. But things like the battle tactics cost me. The Fulminators hit Sigvold and the results were predictable. Yeah. Uh, and Glutos stayed alive, but he is not enough to win the game on his own. Yeah. The Bliss Barb Archers had a really good game. Yeah, they nice. pumped out Depravity. I had a bit of summoning there, but it just wasn't enough to swing. There were some unlucky yeah. drops with the stars. Stars? Jesus, I said that yeah. weird, didn't I? It's <laughs> like fine. stroking out. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, the, the, you know, it was a great game. Barry's. I've played Barry before with my Iron Jaws. Oh, cool. Nice. nice. I beat him in that game. Yeah. And he beat me in this game. Yeah. His, his gameplay has polished up in mm. credit. Like, he has improved as a player mm. a lot. Nice. Um, so, that's always good to see because yep. you have 
He's currently he's changing his list. He's dropped out dragons, put in chariots. He's trying different stuff. Yeah. And he's obviously doing well. Mm. So yeah, all power to him. I think he's done done very well. Great opponent. Happily play him. Yeah. Uh, and but that left me on two and three. Yeah. So two wins, three losses. So he's your goal anyway. So I hit my goal, so I was happy. Had a good game with Barry, so yeah. I'm like, sweet, it's been a good weekend. Yeah. Um on to the results. Yes. Yeah. Uh so Bobby Brown yep. ended up winning the whole thing yep. with Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with Seraphon. Yes, oh. we, we think there's a Seraphon conspiracy going on, by the way. So, yeah. Toowoomba, Seraphon Yeah, there's a bit of Toowoomba, Seraphon. Because Henry won Heat 1 with Seraphon. He and did. he's from Toowoomba. And Bobby Brown won <laughs> Heat 2 with Seraphon from Toowoomba. So, <laughs> yeah. there is some kind of conspiracy yeah, Something going, going on there. On there. Yeah. Uh, Carwin ended up coming in second yep. with his uh, Aussie Arc Bone Reapers. Yep. And Clint ended up coming yes, in third. Yes, came in third, yeah. So... Yeah. That was that was awesome. That was the podium, and that's that is again shows the soft scores. Um, I believe Clint's got. I think he got more. Oh, I think he ended up getting the same amount of best votes than Mick did. Yeah, Mick. So Mick ended won up getting the Mick won best sports. Yeah, he got best sports based on the fact that he got the same amount of votes as Clint, but then also got better score battle wise. Yeah. Clint. Okay. So, um, yeah, he smashed it with his steam tanks. So yeah. he had a had a good. I think he went three two for the weekend as well. Four one. No, he went four one. Four one. So yeah, yeah, Mick bought the tanks. biggest renegade choice army. Mm. It was some. Mm. It didn't make any like when I looked at it, I thought he just grabbed a tray of models from his house because mm. he had gyrocopters, he had steam tanks, he had a mega gargan. Like yeah. the army didn't make sense. No, no. and then he went but he yeah. stomped everyone yeah. with yeah. it. I don't know how. Yeah. I have no idea. And one best sports. Yeah, yeah. Like it was yeah, it was hilarious. It was great. It was very good. <laughs> um, so Harry, my Sylvaneth opponent, mm-hmm. won Hero of Legend for mm-hmm. his Tree Lord Ancient, I yes. believe. Yep. yep. Beautiful model. Oh, his army's amazing. It's an incredible yeah. army. Uh, Icon of Legend, mm-hmm. which went to the player that embraced their army uh, to the fullest, mm-hmm. went to Scott Wyatt. Yes. Who yep. showed up on day two dressed as Marathi. He did. It was and uh, a hot very damn. impressive sight to see it was it was a sight uh no so we originally we were both going to dress up i did not you bitched out i bitched out hard yep. so yep. the the wig got away on me yeah and so the wig got away on the you? week oh right no the yep. week <laughs> yeah yep. the wig also the wig but yep. it got to the point where i was like the only the only slanesh outfit i can go get at the moment is from the adult shop across the car park and you know Photos get taken and the internet is forever. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to be working Club X. No, that's so. it. That's it. So yeah. I, I ended up not partaking, but that did mean that Scott won an award for he his did. costume, he did. which yeah. he did go above and beyond for. He did, he did look like Marathi Kane. Yeah, it was great. Very impressive, actually. Had wings made. Had, yep, had uh, cutouts on his had dress. Had a piece made as well. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was impressive. Yeah. It was great. Um, So I managed to pick up a... Best Army nomination. Mm-hmm. So myself and Seth, yep. who was your Stormcast yeah, opponent. Yeah, Stormcast, which, beautiful army. Yep. Beautiful army. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Best Army went to James Lynch, yep. who was painted a bunch more stuff for his Slanesh. Yep. And 
It is gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Lynch like, it's, it's unreal. Yeah. yeah. Incredible hobbyist. And anyone who's seen what he does <laughs> can totally understand why he definitely deserved best. best Absolutely. Brand, so. I don't think anyone, I don't think anyone holds that against him. No. He got one of my votes. Yep. Seth got one of my votes. Yep, and nice. I think my other vote went to you. Oh, thank you. Because I was like, well, that's, Sylvaneth Army is gorgeous. So yeah. I, um, that was where I, my votes went. Um, my sports votes went to Nathan Mayer and Josh. Yep, nice. Uh, because they were both gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and it was one of those things where like, I went for hobby. Mm. Like I was trying to win the hobby prize. Yes. That was my goal. Yep. Um, I, don't, I didn't realise James Lynch was going. Mm. And so I think he picked up a ticket last minute. Right, right. Um, but it was one of those things I... I, I voted, like I gave him a vote and I gave Seth a vote, who were the two best armies there because I don't agree with people who donkey vote yep. for that kind of thing. Yep. I think that's a shitty thing to do. Yep. Um, so I voted for, yeah, 100% Lynch and 100% Seth because yep. I believe they were the two best armies mm. painted there. Mm. And so they got my vote, yep. even though that... You know, I mean, I don't think it would have changed the result. I mean, it wasn't mm. there wasn't one vote in it. Like Lynchy won no, by a yeah, lot, yeah, yeah, but definitely. on just on an ethical thing, I was yeah. like, no, that's you know, I didn't. Yeah, want yeah, to, yeah. You didn't want to down, down yeah, someone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or like throw my vote away on an army. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I think um, I think they're all well deserved. Um, so top eight mm. end up going through to the finals. Yeah. Right, which yep. is top eight from heat one, top eight from heat two. Mm-hmm. You and I both. Cracked the top eight. We did, yep. Uh, so yep. you came, I believe you came fourth or fifth? Yep, yep. And I came eighth. Mm. <laughs> and by the skin of my teeth, managed to scrape on, in, on awesome. sports scores and yep. painting scores, I managed to scrape into the top eight. So we are both uh, finalists mm-hmm. and we're both playing in the finals. We are, we are. Which is going to be a good time. Yeah, it'll be good. I'm very much looking forward to it. And I have a lot of work to do in oh, between man. now yeah. and then. So, you, and, you and me both. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, the finals are being played under the new GHB. They are. Yeah. With the new points. Yeah. And new everything. New, new scenarios. Time. New <laughs> battle tone for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be yeah. a big time. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. As much as I have stuff to paint, uh, it's pales in comparison to all these bugs and butterflies. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah I've got pretty much a whole army of paint, so yeah. yeah, it's fun. Oh, lordy. Yeah, so that was the heat. It was a really yep. good event. I enjoyed it. Yep, I know you enjoyed too. it. Yeah, like, it was a great time. And and the community's great. Um, Zach did an amazing <laughs> job running it. Um, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to the finals. So yeah, for sure. A couple of weeks' time, which will be good. Definitely. Um, now, both of us... Mm in different forms, have received some pretty significant changes to our armies in mm-hmm. the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, obviously, Sylvaneth is getting a battle tone, which we're yes. going to get onto. Yep. Uh, but Heater Knights of Slanesh got two updates, uh-huh. which gave them a much-needed boost. Uh, the first being the uh, White Dwarf, White Dwarf update. update. Yep. Uh, the biggest thing was that uh, Depravity now does more than just summoning. Mm-hmm. You actually get bonuses for keeping Depravity in the bank. Mm-hmm. So six points gets you a five-up rally rather than a six-up rally. Yeah. Twelve points gets you an extra two inches on your movement. Mm-hmm. And 18 points gives your whole army a five-up ward save. It's just pretty cool. Huge buffs. Yeah. Right? And the, when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, well, that sucks because 
how when are you ever going to have 18 depravity mm-hmm. having played and getting double turned 18 is not that hard to get yep yep uh, it also plays into the sequencing is also quite good because of when you generate depravity and when you spend it you can have 12 depravity get your plus two movement in the movement phase and mm. then at the end of the movement mm. phase you use those points mm. to summon that's uh, pretty cool it is a, sneaky it is actually a really good mechanic I'm happy with it it also lets you play a different style if mm. you're going for that five up army wide ward save mm. Mm. that's not hard to get yeah if you build the right army, yeah, depravity is there. Yep, that's you can pretty cool. Definitely do it. Uh, they got a new grand strategy, mm-hmm. uh, and it is uh, no enemy units with artifacts on the table at the end of the battle, and you have to have one unit in your army that does have an artifact. Cool. cool. It's very hard to achieve. Well, <laughs> interestingly enough, Gabe, in the new GHB. All the grand strategies are very difficult to achieve. Oh, are they? Yep. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. So it is. I I think the book grand strats will show more now. Than really? The, okay. Uh, core ones. Yeah. So the core ones um, aren't impossible, but they're not they're, easy to get. Like you so have it's to not work like for them. Keep your general alive. Yeah. Or, or keep all your battle line, line yeah. alive. Yeah. It's not like that anymore. Okay, so good. it's a bit more like uh, have a, a unit in all four quarters. Yeah, okay. Or, um, yeah, it's, it's, there's a, oh, like, keep your battle line, um, or your battle line alive, or something called more battle line than your opponents, and that sort of stuff, because obviously the Galician of um, course. veterans are the new monsters, so. Yeah. Yeah, which is all <laughs> new GHB stuff, but yeah, so continue with the, the Slanesh. Yep. Uh, so you have your three new battle tactics. The first one is pick an enemy unit. You complete this tactic if wounds caused by attacks made by three or more different friendly units are allocated to it. Okay. So cool. basically, you have to yeah inflict damage on a unit with three different three slanesh different units. Yep. Cool. Pretty achievable. It's actually not too difficult to do. I yeah. like it. Yeah. Uh, it is attacks, so you can't do um, Arcane Bolt or anything like that. Yeah. Like spells yeah. don't work, but yeah. you can shoot it with two units and then charge in and yeah. hit yeah. it with a sword and you get that one. It's, it's cool. achievable, yeah. which is good. Uh... In Rapturing Blur, you pick one enemy hero with no wounds allocated to them, and you complete this tactic if that unit is destroyed in combat before it is picked to fight. Oh, okay. Right? Interesting. Which, with units like Sigvolt, yep. is yep. very achievable. Yeah, 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 because he strikes first. Because he strikes first, and, yep. and he does a horrific amount of damage. Yep. Uh, and it also throws a little... Even picking that mm. can cause some issues with your opponent's activations mm. because it's not so much oh if I activate here I might lose some models it's if I don't activate over here yeah, it's I'm going to fail that battle tactic, tactic yeah, which yeah. is a big deal yeah it's cool and the last one is uh, you complete this battle tactic if you receive 12 or more depravity points in one turn okay cool. which is hard to do yeah yeah like there are situations yeah, and yeah. there are matchups where yeah. you can get it yeah. but yeah. there will be there will be 12 a lot to get in a 12 turn. is a lot um, they're cool though. They're not. They're not impossible. So they're I, not I impossible. Quite like those. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There are also two core battalions which I wrote off when I first got the update, mm-hmm. but in the GHB sheds new light on one yeah. of them. Cool. So you have one. Uh, it is called the Epicurean Revelers, which mm-hmm. is an old. Yeah, yeah, old, old core score battalion. Yep. Yeah, yeah. uh, and this one, you have to have two demonet units as your compulsory, mm-hmm. which pretty much rules it out <laughs> because demonets are utter garbage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one though is Nobles of Excess which 
in the last two days has become fairly valid. Cool. Because the compulsory is two units of Myrmidesh Painbringers Mm -hmm. with an option for a third and one unit of Twin Souls with an option for two more. Okay. And with that, you get uh, Expert, which means you can all-out attack or all-out defense without the command being issued and without a CP being spent once per game. Cool. Nice. Uh, Which adds a lot because Myrmidesh Painbringers, I don't know if you know this, they just got very, very good. Yeah, they got cheaper. They yeah, got a yeah. lot cheaper. Which is cool. And they're Babylon. And they are... Well, they can be Babylon. Right, which right. is even better because it means I can pick. Yeah. Nice. Um, if I want to be veterans, I can be with the Lord of Pain, who yep. also got cheaper. Yeah. Uh, if I want to keep them out of being um, veterans for the sake of bounty hunters, yep. I can do that as well. Sure. Uh, a unit of 15 of them is 360 points. Cool. Very nice. So In, that's so 45 wins? That is... Uh, 30, 30 wins. Yeah, because they're two each. But they have a four-up save. Mm. This is, I'm going to go on a bit of a tangent because this is the unit that I've been like bouncing around yeah. in my head. Yeah. So they have a four-up save with two wounds. Yeah. Their shields give them plus one to their saving combat. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can all-out defense and they can get Mystic Shield, which means with one spell and a command point, they can be on a three-up save, mm-hmm. ignoring Ren 2. Mm-hmm. So they have become a very durable Tanky. unit. Yep. Yep. Um, and potentially a five-up ward. Potentially a and potentially yep, a five-up ward. So they're getting into like Nurgle territory of toughness, yep. which is unheard of. Mm. Uh, under Glutos, they can fit well within his aura, mm-hmm. which is neg one to hit. Mm-hmm. Um, they have very efficient attacks. Mm-hmm. So they've rend on their attacks. Sixes do mortals in addition to their normal wounds. So their their hits are exploding because of the Slanesh battle traits, and then their wounds are exploding into mortal wounds in addition. So they are very cool. They've become a very very practical Mm -hmm. unit, uh, and I think that's going to be the base of most armies now. I think you're going to see them everywhere. Mm. Obviously, maybe not everywhere because they're prohibitively expensive in Mm. Australia. But I think they are going to be the new core of the un- of the army. Yeah. Sigvold dropped 60 points. So he's now 205, which is ridiculously mm. good. Mm. Blissbarb Archers finally dropped in points. So they went from 170 down to 140, wow. which is great because... Yep. This is probably exactly where they should be. Exa- and I had I was yep. talking to someone because I put the points up and made a comment on it on online and someone was like, do you think this... Soul like fixes them, and I think it does. Yeah, yeah. I think I 140 think points is 140 the spot sense. for yep. them. Yeah, um, I'm more than happy to pay that. Twin Souls went down to 130 from 165, mm-hmm. so they're also a lot cheaper. They're an interesting unit that mm. I think we're going to see more of as mm. well because they start at damage two. They have that silly mechanic where they change from a ward save to rerolling hits yes. each yeah. turn, yeah. like they'll bounce back and forth. Yep. But when you can bring Ward saves into the army yeah. anyway, that yeah. becomes less of an issue. Cool. It's very cool. And then you've had little points here and there. Lord of Pain came down 15 points. A lot of heroes came down 5 points. Glutos came down 5. So, all in all, it's been a great step in the right direction for Slanesh. I, it's shifted the playstyle dramatically mm-hmm. in my mind because I think now the list that I'm working with is a Glutos and a solid core of infantry. Mm-hmm. And then building off that into different elements. I don't want to 
share all my secrets at once. I mm. want to disappoint people slowly. <laughs> um, but yeah, Slanesh is in a very, very good spot. I'm cool. very happy with how that. That's where interesting. Are. Yeah, I think it, um, I've had a couple of people message me actually that are Slanesh players that have said, mm. oh, I might get them back out now. Yeah. And, well, Bobby Brown's pulling them back yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Carwin's yep. pulling them back yep. out. Luke Taylor. Luke Taylor. Um, Tim. Tim McDivitt yep. and Blake Kerwick are yep. all pulling Slanesh back out. So, so it's yeah, going to be a good time. It's, uh, it's a good sign that... Um, They've made some good changes for the GHB, mm. but also for the White Dwarf update as well. Which, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what you want, isn't it? Is to have a bit of... Yeah, like um, I don't want something that's bent. Yeah. Like I don't want some fucked army that no one wants to play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm more than happy, like, with these two updates, the White Dwarf and then the GHB, mm. I'm thrilled with where the army is sitting. Much more so than I was a month ago, because... Yeah, cool. I'll be honest, a month ago I was ready to put the army on the shelf and never look at it again. Fair, fair. Um, but where they are at the moment, I think they've... Yeah, they've got a lot going for them. Uh, speaking of a lot going on, mm. uh, you, your pride and joy, your yeah. Sylvaneth army, yeah, yeah. has pretty much doubled in range. Like the range of models, sorry. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you just had this explosion of releases. Yeah. You've got the book. Is the book out yet? No, the book comes out Saturday. So okay. I'm getting the book Saturday. Okay. Uh, War Scroll Saturday. I've, I've got the book. Yeah, um, of course. As as everyone's <laughs> wait, like, here's wait, everything. What? Yeah, yeah. He's like, here's everything. Enjoy. Um, I will start at where Sylvaneth was. Okay. And then I'll explain what's changed and what's great about it. Excellent. Um, so I think so. What I've learned about Sylvaneth in the last six months of playing them is that their playstyle was save stack, mm-hmm. take advantage of teleporting, hold on for dear life. You're not going to kill anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, or you will kill stuff, but play it like a scalpel rather than play it like a sledgehammer. Um, the save stacking thing for me, I think, was a great mechanic and I enjoyed it with the Tree Lord Ancient being able to channel through the Kurnoth Hunters and giving out plus one saves across the table made the army quite tanky and a lot of people struggled with that as a result because if they didn't have the Rend or the Mortal Wounds they mm-hmm. couldn't really get through Sylvaneth uh, the healing was through Alariel and through spells but that was pretty much the extent of healing it wasn't really um, anything else there was no other healing mechanic so yeah, you would kind of build lists around monsters. Obviously, with the GHB being based on monsters, that's what they were looking for. Mm. Now, the book has really changed into um, a really well-written, balanced book. Excellent. Uh, it's not... What I found was with the old book was that you'd lean into Nullroot and you would lean into the Mortal Wound Bomb through the Warsong Rev. Yeah that was pretty much like the most competitive list that people would run is the Warsong Bomb with um, some Kurnoths with bows and Alariel every now and then. Um, Dreischer was also kind of always in every list. Yeah. Now what you'll see is uh, Alariel's change <laughs> is really interesting. So she's 100 points more now. So she's 840 points. Oh, jeez. A lot of the other units in the game have also gone up in points. So they have. I've... Probably gained from the list that I was running at the heats. I've probably added about two hundred to three hundred points to my list. Oh, so it's like twenty two. So it's about twenty three hundred. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. So I'll it, I'll definitely not be playing 
the list that I was. In yeah. fact, it's probably close to nearly 500 points oh, for, wow. for an increase. Um, Alariel is 100 points more. Mm-hmm. I would say with the points increases of everything, makes sense. But there's one really key mechanic with Alariel that makes her a really more difficult choice of whether to take her or not. Okay. Uh, as opposed to last book. Last book, most people would just neg Alariel, say, nope, she's too expensive, don't take her. <laughs> yeah. She will die. Yeah. Her stink finger <laughs> wasn't great. It would be, you do the damage, then you didn't roll a six, so then the opponent doesn't take any damage. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. it was just a stupid interplay. Um, cast three, had enough War Scroll update to retreat and charge and shoot. That's still there. Um, she has the exact same profile that she did before, but now she comes back once she dies. So if it basically Ooh. says on a six plus, she will come back. Okay. All right. That's... You add the battle round okay, to the dice go. roll. Yeah. So from turn three, it's a three plus turn four, two plus turn five, two plus. She comes wait, back. Wait, what? So if, you oh. and it's any time that oh. she dies so as soon as she dies you can pick when she comes back oh wow so if she gets wiped out in turn one you can wait till turn three and hopefully roll that three up oh right it's only once per game it's not like every time oh she so dies, you can't, can't roll every no, turn no, no, for no, no, it no, that okay. would be amazing but yeah. you choose when she comes back oh okay she comes back through the trees so okay. if there's trees set up she comes back on the trees or overgrown terrain. And there is a lot of overgrown terrain in this game. Yeah. Um, so basically the battle tactics, or not, sorry, not the battle tactics, the um, allegiance abilities. Yeah. Uh, before you had trees, you grow trees, that's it. Yeah. That was pretty much it. It used to be that you would have units in reserve, you could bring them on through the trees, mm-hmm. and then also you would pick one terrain piece on the table, and if you were wholly within six of that, you're immune to battle shock. Everyone forgot that rule. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> forgot the... You wouldn't really take the uh, reserve rule because you wanted the Tree Lord Ancient's command ability to give out the plus one. Of course. It was very rare that you would use the... the um, come out of the trees ability. Yeah. Now what it is, is that you pick three terrain pieces on the table and you make them overgrown for the rest of the game. Oh, okay. So you, at deployment stage, say those three there are overgrown. Now, it can't be in your deployment zone. So if it's in your deployment zone, can't do that. But basically, you get an option of having some overgrown trees. Colonel Hunters Mm -hmm. are now... I can see the joy in your eyes right now. There's a lot going on. (laughs) Um, Colonel Hunters, if they hold an objective, count as being overgrown. If they hold an objective, they count as being overgrown. Yep. So if they are contesting objectives, they can be teleported to and they can teleport oh, through themselves. Oh, wow. Yep. Really interesting. Okay. And the Lady of Vines. So yeah. the new character the that new, came out in the FOMO box. The one that looks like the the guy from Stranger Things. Yeah, it does. Yeah, kind of like a Doc Ock sort of yeah, crossover. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so she is two-cast wizard, has a five-up ward spell, which is really cool as a bubble. Yeah. She is also a walking overgrown terrain piece. Oh, jeez. Um, there's a lot going how on. Many, how many points is this? She's 340 off the top of my Ooh, head. That's so pretty expensive. She's expensive, but she dishes out a ward save, has yeah, two spells. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, her spear that she throws is red one, but D6 damage, and it's twos and twos to hit. Oh, <laughs> She's got a pretty good Yeah, okay. Profile. So she's bringing a lot to the table. She is. Um, I really like her as a character. She's a really interesting one. Okay. Um, 
Tree Lord Ancient, you're probably not going to see anymore. He lost his command ability. Um, still oh, grows the trees okay. for free, but um, only once per game. And all Tree Lords got 14 wounds now instead of 12. Okay. They're all 3 plus base save. Okay. Colonel Hunters are all 3 plus base save really? now. Really? Yep. Um, tree Revs and Spite Revs all are 2 wounds now. So they used oh, to be Oh, that's wounds. a good move. Their martial memories that they used to have for Tree Revs, uh, it used to be like one reroll of like yeah. a attack wound or save yep it's now that you just once per battle round get uh, all out attack or all out defense for free oh very good CP. that's good um the kernoths uh, i'll go jumping back before yeah of course those ones kernoths are 250 points now for the swords or um for three for swords or sides uh sides are ren three damage two <gasps> Yeah, so they're Ren 3 base. Ren 3? Yeah. Um, threes and threes, Ren 3. And oh, no. The swords <laughs> are fours attacks, threes, threes, Ren 1, damage 2, and they do the mortal wounds of two yep. mortal wounds as a hit to yep. six. Okay, cool. It's always the argument of do you take swords yeah, or sides? Yeah, swords or sides. Bows are just flat damage 2 now, so they're basically what they used to be, which is fours and threes, two shots each, Ren 1, damage 2. Um, not sure if you're going to see many bow hunters. They're probably going to be more summoned from Alariel because you can still summon from her. Um, Dryads stayed pretty much the same. They can give like a neg one to wound or a neg one to, or plus one to save as they're growing the roots thing. Yep. Um, hundred points for 10. So they're okay, really interesting ones. Yeah. Okay. Spite revs are now, I think 110 and spite Tree revs are 110. But they've both gone to two wounds each. Two wounds each. So it's a bit of a dryads you probably get a build into them, or you're not. Yeah. Um, Branch Wraith has disappeared altogether. Really? So she's no longer a character. Wow. She's disappeared. She was the old metal dryad. Oh, yep. Okay. Which was also your dryad summoning pool. Yeah. So that's gone. So that's gone. Can't summon dryads. The only way to summon dryads is through the Lady of Vines on a two plus. Right. So she, once per game, two plus. Summons 10 Oh, dryads. so that ties into her high cost. Correct. Okay. Then, um, Branch Witches are still around, but you're probably not going to see them. They're 130 points. Okay. They do, like, a Mortal Wound Bomb. Warsong Bomb is still a thing. Okay. Interestingly, this is what I really like, so I'll probably go all the War Scrolls first, and then I'll explain yeah, absolutely. the sub-factions. Um, so, Warsong is still there. Um, Arch Revs are probably going to be in every single list you'll ever see, which okay. is the... Dude with the yeah, sword, the, uh, the spear and shield and, and the, the bug. wing bug. Um, bug is no longer a, it dies and you yep. lose a wound uh, yep. or you don't lose a wound, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, they dish out still their command ability to Kurnoth Hunters, which is an extra attack. Yeah. Uh, they also give out a bubble of plus one to wound to Kurnoth <gasps> Hunters as well. Oh, man. So Kurnoth Hunters can now, as a unit of six sides, they are two inch range. So you're getting oh, no. four attacks each with a command ability from them. Yep. Threes to hit and twos to wound at Ren 3 damage 2. But you can all out attack for AC. All out attack you can't do because oh, the command ability the is wound, extra attack. To wound is, yeah. Okay. But that's four attacks from six. Oh, that's 25 man. attacks with the champion at threes <laughs> and twos, Ren 3 damage 2. They're pretty good. That's There's also wild. some really cool things which I'll talk about in a second. There's a yeah. lot going on. Oh, so, dude, I can um, yeah. Then the new bug calf. So in the last prediction episode we spoke yeah. about of what I would ideally like the new book to have, yep. I said I love some medium cavalry. Yes. Sure enough, bugs get leaked. Word that week. for word. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there's two 
types of bug calves. So yep. one of them is a really interesting one. So they're the Lancers. They basically have more attacks, not as much rend. So they're rend two on the spears, uh, damage one, and then rend one on the bugs, damage one, I think. When they charge, they strike first. Oh, shit. That's yes, good. It's pretty tasty. Oh, wow. Okay. So out of three, you're getting about 21 attacks. Now, when you say when they charge, yes. what's their movement? Uh, 16. <laughs> okay, Sorry, 14 so, for those guys. So they're almost always getting the charge. Yes, and they're five wounds each and a four-up save, so they count as two models for sitting on objectives. The Seekers, which is what you're going to see because they're the most expensive, so 235 okay. for three. Okay, that's they're still not the, bad. They're, they're really good. I was going to say that. Um, they are at the end of the movement phase on a 2+, plus, or I think it's in the hero phase. Regardless, each turn on a 2+, plus, you return a model to the unit. To a, to a unit within 12. Holy within 12. So, Kernoth Hunters can be Holy within 12, and you bring a Kernoth Hunter back. Oh, so they don't bring back units in their own unit. No, it's, they, bring... they can, but it's oh, just you a get 2+, to... plus, you bring a model back. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they're 235 points. Correct. That's very good. They're really good, Gabe. So, that's, um, that's... the other great thing about them is... <laughs> I is take back all the good things yeah, I said about Slick Blades. They're also Ren 2 damage to on their little Slick Blade things that they've got. I don't know why I said Slick Blades yeah. instead of it. But they've got Sickles, and their Sickles are Ren 2 damage to. One less attack than what the Lancers have, and they don't strike first on the charge, but they're like really high rend and good damage. They're really bloody good, and I'm going to have like six. Yeah, I, the more you talk, the more I'm like, there doesn't seem like there's any drawback with this now, unit. interestingly with them, you cannot, if you've got two units, mm-hmm. you can do the two plus, but you can't bring two Kernoth Hunters back to the one unit. So no oh, so you have can to pick different down, units. So different yeah, units. well, that's good. It's really good yeah. because they've got um, some really interesting interactions as well. You've also got the Gossamer the Archers that yeah, have Yeah, I love them. Um, they're was... the new Bug Boys, the Bow Boys. They're really cool. Um, yeah. Points went up since the okay. FOMO box came out. So yep. They're now 220 for okay. a unit of five, so they that's... were 215. Yeah, that's pretty... It's pretty XC now, but I'm finding they still have a place in it because they have oh, they, they only are... have to be within three of each yeah. other. So they actually... Oh, they're, really? Yeah, to keep coherency. So they're... Um, <laughs> actual spread out is ridiculous on the board wow. they also have the two plus so they do an overwatch and then on a two plus piece yeah off which is away. a great like as much as it as much as i hate ranged mortal wounds and they they probably fall into the same category as like this uh the lumineth foxes where they're very hard to actually catch in combat yeah in combat definitely yeah, yeah but they can just but at the same them. time yeah. that seems like how many wounds do they have two each and a five up save okay um, so that's killable they have three shots each which oh two Ooh, shots each a, yeah. and it's threes and threes no rend damage one Okay. But every six to hit is D3 mortal wounds. So they could spike yeah, into okay. a lot of D3 mortal wounds. Mortal wounds. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So they could spike into a lot of mortal wounds. They could also not. Yeah, okay. So yeah. everything... Every, okay, so my impression so far of the book... Yeah. I, I know you've got a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's fine. My impression so far is that everything is really good. Yeah, but, it is, but also pointed really But it's well. also yeah. expensive. Correct. You're, I mean, 235 for those bugs doesn't sound... It's, that expensive? Yeah, but once you start trying to write lists... So I've currently yeah. got 
one, You'd have about two, 45 three lists in your phone. <laughs> of the lists. I've got a lot more in my mind, but three lists at the moment. And yep. there are one, two, three, 10, 13 models in the... Sorry, it'll be 26, nine. So 30 models in the first... Right, in a 2,000-point army. Yep. And, there's 30 and then models. in the second okay. list, I've got one, 10, 20. <laughs> In, oh wow yeah. okay so it's gone to like full elite mode. very elite yeah okay um i don't hate that me neither and it's so sylvaneth as i said before were save stack scalpel yeah they're now just scalpel yeah okay yep. interestingly so you've got your what i was talking about before having three overgrown terrain pieces for teleporting yep. really good tree Rev still teleport with their whistles still good if yep. their musicians are oh, alive, that's they can right. teleport so you've got a lot of teleporting shenanigans. Yeah. Um, also, once per game, you can... Oh, sorry. Once per turn, you can teleport through the trees. So that's like... So you pick okay. a unit, they can teleport yep. through. Um, tree Lords also have it as a thing. Durfu, you'll probably see in every single list now. Okay. So Durfu got a War Scroll update. Okay. Um, he's 14 wounds, scales way better. So he used to basically take three wounds and... Yeah, and you wouldn't six. worry about him after that. <laughs> Correct. Now he gets an extra attack with his sword if he's okay. wholly within nine of an overgrown terrain piece or a weapon okay. wildwood, because you've got more chances to have sure, that yeah, because you is really good. Yeah, he's got three attack space. Okay, so it's not a lot, I but was say then it's... becomes four. Threes and threes ran two damage six on his sword. Yeah, there it his is. Sword, Flat six. Yeah, his sword so scales good. after taking seven wounds. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's a really so he's flat six for half yep. his wounds. Correct. Wow. Then you also have sub-factions, which are really interesting. And I'll talk about his very briefly. But yep. tree lord, there's a tree lord sub-faction, yep. which is null root. No, not null root. It is open brow. Yep. And basically every tree lord, including Durfu, tree lord ancient, and tree lords, they always count as having taken half the amount of wounds for their scaling. Oh, so you wow. basically have to do. So you just eight. about got to get him on life support Correct. before you drop him he drops off. His damage, damage six. Jeez, yep. it's pretty great. Um, Durthu also has basically he's a unit of three Colonel Hunters with bows for a shooting. So he's yep. got six shots, fours and threes, ran one damage two. Yep. Um, the stink finger is no longer d six mortal wounds to hit on a okay. six. It's just a flat three damage, so two attacks. <laughs> <laughs> So okay. he can do a fair bit of damage. <laughs> yep. Um, I'll come back to Durthu in a moment when I talk about artifacts. Sure. So basically, um, when looking at the allegiance abilities, you've got overgrown terrain, you've got the ability to teleport through trees, you've also got healing mechanics as well. Yeah. So if you are wholly within nine of overgrown or awakened wildwoods, every Sylvaneth unit heals a wound in the hero phase. Oh, so there's also a lot of stacking in the spells, so I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> sure. After you've got the battle, sorry, the um, allegiance abilities, then what you do is you go into sub factions. Yeah. You also then have seasons of war as well. Oh. On top of this. Great YouTube like, channel, by the way. Yeah. Oh, fantastic channel. <laughs> so basically, you've got winter, summer, spring, autumn as options to okay. put in. It's really bloody cool. This is yeah. This is a lot deeper than I thought it's the book would go. Very deep. So that's okay. why like you look at the lists and you go, okay, well I can fit twenty models in, but yeah. what's the benefits of the models? And yeah, the, the okay. Things. So I'll very quickly go through the 
sub-factions. Yeah. And I'll tell you which ones you're probably going to see because similar to Old Daughters of Cain, Hagnar used to be everything. Yep. For Sylvaneth, it was always Nalrut. Nalrut's probably not going to be there as much. Okay. okay. So, Open Brow, I said before, half your, your counters taking yeah. half damage. Really good. Nalrut is that you... Um, Basically, once per turn, when making a casting roll or an unbinding roll for a friendly null wizard that's wholly within nine inch of an overgrown terrain feature or awakened wildwood, you roll three d6 and then you remove a dice. So similar to the artifact okay. that you used to have. Yep. That's it. Um, then Heartwood. This is the, probably the one you're going to see the most. Okay. Makes Kurnoth Hunter's battle line. Oh, okay. There you go. Oaken Brow, the one I was talking about with trees before, yep. makes tree lords. Battle line, so you can run right. a full three man oh, that's army, pretty which cool. is pretty cool. Get the ends going. So back to Heartwood. After deployment, but before the first battle round begins, you pick three different enemy units on the battlefield to be the quarry of the hunt. Oh no. If you attack them, you add one to hit rolls for the rest of the battle against that unit. For your whole army? For the whole army. Oh my goodness. So you get all out attack against those three units <laughs> the whole time. With no CP, nothing. No CP. Just... So, and it, they make Kurnoth's battle lines super important. Yeah, that's Heart kind of two most likely very, very one. good yep. bonuses. So then Ironbark, you're probably never going to see, which is basically you spend a CP, you yep. take a charge, and on a 2+, plus you do D3 mortal wounds to your opponent. To whoever charged you? Correct. Okay, that's not... It's not great. Yeah. it It's really <laughs> not great. Winterleaf, the one you probably saw, you yep. played against it previously, gave me was the, sixes to... Gave me the gave bad touches. Yep. yep. So, enemy units within three of Winterleaf cannot retreat. Enemy units really within three of Winterleaf cannot retreat. So That's Nighthaunt, huge. Really interesting. Nighthaunt, retreat and charge. That is fascinating. Winterleaf. In addition, though, okay. if you pick Everdusk as the Season of War, which I'll talk about. Which we'll get to. Um, for Winterleaf Army, enemy units within three inches of a friendly Winterleaf unit cannot be removed from the battlefield through an effect that would allow them to be... Oh, so you can't even so you teleport can't out. Oh, that's very it's just good. locked in combat. That's very yeah. good. That, as in you can't, not the enemy. So oh, yeah. oh, that's not as it's good. It's not as good. I it's thought really it was like I thought it was like enemies can't retreat, enemies can't teleport no, out. I'm no. like, so oh my god, I can't teleport as the Sylvaneth. Okay, okay. If that's I choose that particular season. that particular season, and you probably okay. will with Winterleaf, and I'll explain. Okay. So uh, that's a small. It's it's like a small penalty oh, for tele- like yeah. you can't retreat from me, but I can't then teleport out and do that's shenanigans. Yeah, it makes sense. Otherwise, people would complain about it being broken. Oh yeah, that's Redwoods. Fair. Once per battle, you can use Walk the Hidden Paths twice in the same turn. Okay, and if you do so, it has to be Spite Revenants that are the ones that teleport twice. Okay. Uh, in addition. Um, I forgot to mention Strike and Fade, which is a um, <laughs> allegiance another ability. allegiance ability. So basically, once per turn in your um, combat phase, you can teleport through the trees after attacking. Oh, combat. that's cool. I like that. It's really cool. I it's like that a lot. Strike, see you later. That's excellent. So if you don't kill the thing and it's like really good at hitting you back, this is a through the very trees. technical army. It's very technical. Like, <laughs> this is... People have to really know what they're doing yeah, to play to succeed Sylvanet, with but them. also to play against them as well. It's really interesting. The last one, which is Harvest Boon, okay. you're also probably going to see everywhere. Okay. And I'll explain why. Okay. It makes the Bug Cav. Oh, line. no. I knew there was going to be one. 
Then after deployment, oh. but before the battle round begins, you oh, can move this is each the movement one. Friendly lancers and seekers unit up to twelve. That is ridiculous. If both players can do this, then you roll off for who up can... to twelve. So inches. you can move your entire army twelve inches. Now I wow. have got a full bug cav army with <laughs> really because it looks great. Do you? Uh, yeah, that's fair. So then we go to seasons of war. So okay. that's the sub factions. Okay, I will say off the top of. The thing you'll have Heartwood, Heartwood, and which then, is the Colonel Hunter one. Yep. The um, Harvestboon, which is the Bug Cav one. Yep. Uh, Winterleaf, which you'll probably have as which the, is the no retreat, retreat one. Um, Dreadwood, maybe it's not too bad if you're going down the spike route. Um, yeah. Spites also now do sixes to hit on more wounds. Oh, okay, that's um, cool. Which is nice. Yep. Um, but they have no rend, so. Um, and I don't know Oakenbrow if you want to do cool trees sure. makes sense. Um, Nullroot probably not. Yeah. Um, it's not as great as it used to be. They had their time in the sun. They did. Yeah. So then what you do is once you've picked your sub faction, you also pick a season. Yeah. This now is... there is no way to change the seasons, so you can't like you know how with the wheel for nerd. Oh yeah, it you used can to be yeah. you'd have a command ability and a spell. You can't sure. change the season because okay. it's just you're with your season. Is it the same season the whole game? Yes. Okay. And you record it on your army list, so you can't change seasons right. between tournament Great. rounds okay. either. So burgeoning, which is the one most people will take. Yep. Is it sounds like uh, a healing mechanic. It's not, but it's Oh okay. Uh, <laughs> oh no. Friendly Sylvaneth units that did not charge in the same turn and are wholly within nine of an overgrown terrain feature or awaken wildwood get a six up ward. Oh, okay. So the whole army gets a six up if they don't charge. Basically. That's good. Okay. It's really bloody yeah. good if you're going for shooting. That's great. I think it's probably the one you'll see the most. Okay. Um, then you got the reaping. So you add three to the range within. Oh, you no. can pick for uh, Sylvaneth units to teleport. Okay. Very good. It's not great. Okay. okay. Um, it's not bad. It's yeah. just probably not going to be the one you take. The dwindling, which is meant to be like winter. Okay. Um, basically, in the hero phase... No, it's not meant to be winter. Everdusk is. The okay. dwindling is autumn. autumn. Yeah. Um, so in the hero phase, you can reroll one for casting roll, uh, one unbinding roll, and one dispel roll, so long as the friendly wizard you pick is within nine of overgrown terrain feature or awaken wild wood. Okay. So it's not yeah, bad. that's not yeah, bad. It's not bad. Everdusk, which, as I said, is probably the one you're going to see. see a lot of between that and burgeoning. Subtract three from the range which which you can um, teleport. Okay. So it shortens the yep, teleporting yep. range because all the trees are dying, which is Yeah, cool. that that's sense. cool. However, okay. if the unmodified roll for an attack made with a melee unit, uh, wholly within six of an overgrown train feature or friendly awaken wildwood is a six, it scores two hits instead of Ooh, one. Oh, okay. So that's the one also with Winterleaf. If you're in combat, you can't retreat. And then it's Yeah, so you're basically locking people in combat and, and then just getting hammering them. Correct. Yeah. Which with Dirthu is really nice. Yeah. So um, I'll go to command traits because they're really interesting. Yeah. The one you're probably going to see the most is yep. Warsinger. Okay. Uh, which basically, if the general is on the battlefield at the start of your movement phase, you add three to the move characteristic of friendly Sylvaneth units at the start of the move, <laughs> wholly within 12 of the general until oh the end of that phase. Oh my goodness. So Tree Lords become an 8-inch move. Alarial becomes a 19-inch move. Bugs the go bugs 19. become 15. 15. Oh, that's right. Uh, so yeah. 17 for the Lancers and then 15 for the Seekers. <laughs> yep. Uh, tree Reds become movement 9 because they're okay. movement 6. Yep. Cool. So Triads is... become movement 10. 
Is Durthu still? Durthu's Mimit five. He's not unique though, is he? He is not. So you can run. So you can Durthus. run him, yes. and you can put an artifact and a command yes, trait can. on him. That's so amazing. Durthu is my general in my list that I've got. Yep. And he's not running. He's running War Singer as his command trait, okay. so the extra move. Sure. Uh, the other options you've got uh, Nailed Warrior, which is ignore modifiers for saves. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good so okay. on a three up save. It's pretty good to so yeah. just always have a three up. Uh, in the combat phase for Lord of Spites, uh, subtract one from the attack characteristics of melee weapons of enemy units within three. Okay. Which is really interesting. Uh, that finish a, mo- a pile move within three of the general. Yeah, okay. So if they pile in, hit, they've got one fewer attacks. Yeah, okay. Warsing is probably the one you're going to take. Okay. Uh, Aspects of Renewal, which is a wizard. Um, you've got once per turn, you can, uh, once you pick a, once you cast a spell, you heal D3. It's like the old Nile Root yeah. um, ability. Uh, spell Singer. This is the one you're probably going to see with the Warsong Rev. Yep. So the Warsong Bomb used to be you would set up the spell, spell portal and then yep. you would do his, his ability, which is uh, whatever the dice roll is for your cast, every five up to everyone within nine yep. suffers a mortal wound. Yeah. Used to be with Throne of Vines. Throne of Vines is no longer a thing anymore. Okay. It's different. Um, it used to be that you would stack and then be at like yeah, plus twelve yeah, to your yeah. cast, and, and then, then you just ball just, over. Yeah, yeah. Blast things. <laughs> um, he still gets plus one for being in the forest. Okay. Spell Singer as a command trait. Yeah. Is you now cast spells through forests. Oh. So I you seem can like set up, you have three spell portals on the table correct. already. You can set up a forest, and it's only it's any forest in range. It's, does that Which include is, oh, sorry, the overgrown pieces? Yes. It does include the overgrown pieces. No, just Awaken oh, okay. Still. Now, that's what's interesting is that Awaken Wildwood is three... Basic, it's a massive Footprint. portal. Like yeah. a massive portal. And that's the thing. It comes free with your army that yep. you're already using. Correct. And you can also, that's an you excellent can also mechanic. summon them. So, that's a great mechanic. So the two you'll see is War Singer and Spell Singer. So War Singer is the um, plus three move. Yep. And then Or Spell Singer. Um... Then the other one is pretty good, actually. Radiant Spirit. I quite like this one because you're going to see endless spells everywhere now. Uh-huh. Each time a friendly Sylvaneth unit holy within 12 of the general is affected by a spell or abilities of an endless spell, you ignore on a four up. Oh, okay. It's pretty good. That's so good. You may see that one as well. I, I yeah. quite like it. Um, then we go into... I'll go through the spell lore because yep. basically we're at Season of War. Yep. Then your sub-factions. I've gone through the the command traits. I'll quickly go through just the good artifacts. Yep. Uh, you've got the Vesperal Gem, which everyone was complaining about online, yeah, which is course. the two plus. Uh, you, su- you basically can do Lore of the Deepwood. It can't be the Warsong spell, right. and it can't be an endless spell. So everyone good. just lost okay. their shit for no reason. So yeah. Screw you, internet. Go internet. <laughs> um, Acorn of Ages. You get a free wood once per game. Yep. Uh, I like this one, Lumes Lamp. Uh, the bearer can attempt to banish one invocation in the hero phase if they are not a priest. Okay. So I don't have priests in the army, but yeah. you can get rid of an invocation. Uh, in addition, you add two to the spelling rolls and the banishment rolls for the bearer. Oh, that's good. So even if you oh, want to yeah. get rid of endless spells, you get plus two. Yep. And then a priest is... So you're doing it on a two plus, basically. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Cool. Oh, that's not bad. I quite like it. Um... So they're the relics for that. I'm just... Because there's a lot of different things. I'll go to... So this is the one that I think... So I built my Durthy like this. So this he's is, Warsinger, which yep. is plus three move. Yep. 
And his artifact is the Greenwood Gladius. Okay. Which is at the start of the combat phase, you roll a D3 and you add that to the attack's characteristic. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. So Dothu can potentially yeah, have that's, six attacks. That's just that's seven the one. Attacks seven attacks. At damage six, Ren two. That's the one. It's pretty good. <laughs> um, yup. Crown of Fell Burrows <laughs> is pretty good. So you add one to ruin rolls for friendly Sylvaneth units within six. So hold on, just going back. Sorry, you. Okay. Going back to Dothu. Yeah, yeah. So if you hit and wound. Yes. You could potentially do 42 damage. Correct, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you've got a stink finger, which also does 6 it's damage. It's flat 3, yeah. yeah. Okay, so you could get like 48 damage yeah. from one round from of combat. Yeah. From one model. Yeah. That's very good. And you know what the best part is? He can then fuck off through the trees. Oh, yeah, he can too. <laughs> if something that's, hits him back. That's amazing. Okay, this it, is... It's a really good book. This is wild, book. man. Like, hey, this is a good book. Right? Yeah. I'm telling you, and it's exactly how Sylvaneth should be. Should nothing be. here is going, oh, that's broken. It's just, it's And good. there's no dead weight. Correct. Everything yeah. serves a purpose. It's very cool. And what I like is the sub-factions are built so that you go into a particular theme. So, yeah. like, if you want to do all Bug Cab, you can. If you want to do all Cone of Hunters, you can. If you want to do all Tree Lords, you can. You can do a mix. And you still get bonuses for doing that as well. Like, it's a... Like yeah. Harvest Spoon, yeah. which is the uh, Colonel Hunter's one, yeah. the quarry that you pick, Dothu still gets plus one to hit against them. So your fifteen pain bringers that you love, yeah, that you're yeah. gonna be like they're my your little yeah, your little your friends. little shield guys that you're like oh they're my pride and joy. I go they're my new quarry and my whole army gets plus one to hit against yeah, them okay. for free. Okay, so Dothu just falls in good. and just goes forty eight damage. See you later. Yeah, that so will back. kill all of them. It probably will. <laughs> yep. Um, he also has his monstrous reaction makes you strike last as well, which is oh, pretty cool. So, um, yeah, I like it. Seed of Rebirth, which I like as a cool rule. It's not great, but it's fun. Uh, basically, first time you bear a slaying uh, on a two plus, you come back and you get D3 wounds. That's okay. That's fun. It used to yeah. be an old artifact. I quite like it. But yeah, it's not like crazy good. Yeah. I'll do the grand strategy. Okay. Really interesting. Hit me with um, it. There's three of them. Oh, Okay. Yeah, to choose from. Got options. Um, Chorus of the Woodlands. So basically, you need to get four battle tactics of the Sylvaneth ones, which are not easy to do. Ooh, okay. So that's how you get the Grand Strat. Right, okay. That's an interesting one. It is. The next one, which I also think is interesting, uh, when the battle ends, you complete this Grand Strategy if a model picked to your opponent's general was slain by an outcast unit. Outcast are uh, a great band. Hey, uh, really good song. Um... <laughs> Good reference. Drycha, yes, and the Spyrens. They're okay. the only ones. Yep, okay. Outcasts. So, I don't know. It's, it's hard to get. It's a tough one. Roots of Victory, which I think is probably the one you'll see the most, but it's also really easy to counter. Okay. Um, basically, you have to have a tree in each quadrant. Ah, uh, okay. An Awakened Wildwood yep. in each quadrant. Yep. Um, and all enemy units have to be six away from the Ooh, trees. Ooh, that is hard. So, it's not yeah. overgrown. It's just the trees. But yeah, okay. For me, that would be my pick um, yeah, okay. out of the ones. Yep. Um, but, yeah. yeah I don't okay, know. I'm with you. The Songs of War, which are the battle tactics, which I just love that they're called Songs of War. Yeah, that's it's great. Just awesome. Yeah. Uh, so you've got pick one enemy unit within a white, oh, six inches of Awaken Wildwood. Uh, you complete it if it's destroyed. Okay. That turn. Not great. a bad one okay. to get. So that's probably the easiest. Uh, Harness the Spirit Paths. This one's really tough, but I like it. Um, basically, if you make a charge after going through the trees, yeah, okay, that's a big away, gamble. It's tough, yep, but I like it. 
Breaking the cycle, you pick an enemy unit within 12 of an overgrown terrain feature. Yep. Pardon me. And you get the battle tactic if it's killed by a unit that's summoned that turn. Ooh, oh, that's another hard one. Really hard to do. Yep. Because the only thing you can summon are 10 triads or <laughs> yeah. a Lariel summoning Kurnoth Hunters and um, a Trim yeah. Willard and whatever she normally yeah, summons. Yeah, okay. Not crazy good. You can maybe do it with bow Kurnoths. Yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah. Um, but a lot harder to yeah, get Yeah, of course. You think. Um... <laughs> March of the Forest Lords isn't too bad. So you pick a monster on the table, and then if it's slain by a Spirit of Durthu, Tree Lord, Ancient, or Tree Lord, you get oh, a yeah, okay. battle tactic. That's so it's achievable. Not, and not a hard one with Durthu. Yep. Um, and the last one, which I like but hard to do, pick one friendly Sylvaneth unit, uh, wizard unit. You complete this battle tactic if the spell cast by that wizard uh, or an endless spell summoned by the wizard destroys an enemy t- unit that turn. Okay. Good if you're okay. like on one wound and a lot yep. there to just do a crazy yep. mortal wound damage. Yep. Uh, also good if the war song's there. So yeah. you've got three potentially easy ones for, okay, which is why the chorus of the woodlands one, which is get four yeah, is hard to do, but potentially, but then you're, I don't know. It's like, yeah. you have to play into it really you, hard. You are literally going yeah. into it. That's yep. it. Cause yep. you've got five turns. So you're ignoring four all the GHB ones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're really going for it. I don't. So, I don't hate that though. Me like, neither. That's a cool. Uh, yeah, it's that's a cool mechanic. Again, if it was way too easy, then I think a lot of people would not like this book. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's good that they are all challenge. Like, there's no because I know Daughters of Cain got a lot of flack yep. for their some of their battle <laughs> tactics that are insultingly. Uh, stupidly good and really easy to achieve like almost impossible not to achieve getting extras with witches and yeah. harpies and I think Daughters just really the heart of their book came out and everything about them's good yeah like there's nothing not good yeah. about them yeah. and I, I I find it really well, I don't think I'll pick Doc up again yeah. mainly because oh, really? I'm way too I mean you know that's fair so, yeah yeah Lore of the Deep Woods, the spells. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the last thing that I can go through out of all okay. of this, which Great. is exciting. Um, Throne of Vines, which used to be the spell that you would take and you would cast it. It was a four to cast, which was stupid. Yeah, and then that you was would crazy. Get plus two to your casting roll until you moved. Yeah. And that would stack. Yeah, so that's okay. why the Warsong Rev was great because by turn three he was plus eight to cast. Yeah, something or crazy. Plus seven to cast because he was plus one and then plus six. Um, crazy. It's now a casting value of nine. Ooh, do you have any bonuses to cast in this no, army? No, oh, not. really? The Warsong Rev is the only one who gets it for being Ooh, close okay. to the trees. Okay, that's so a tough no cast. It's a nine. Yeah, <laughs> so that's like, a tough cast. Interestingly, though, mm-hmm. uh, if successfully cast at the end of each phase until the start of your next hero phase, you can heal one wound allocated to the caster every phase. So if you are oh, wow. doubled, you get oh, wow. ten... Uh, That's good. Yeah, so you get eight phases of healing. So you just have this constant little Correct. trickle of wounds coming yep. back. Every phase, Every too. phase, yeah. So hero, movement, shooting, combat, or charge, combat. Battle and, shock. Yeah. So you get six. Six. Ah, that's... It's that's worth as you the, can yeah see, yeah it's worth the high cast yep. pretty cool though isn't it yeah that's very cool if you get doubled it's like oh just that's like twelve very, wounds back yeah. on a lariel that's just and it's like well that was a yeah. huge waste of my time who also would have a six up ward because you're running the burgeoning to be around yeah, the course. trees and of course as you can see there's this a lot is, to this oh, I was it's, gonna say. it's a really good book uh, regrowth is exactly the same as it used to be uh, casting value of five range of eighteen unit holy within eighteen you heal d six wounds. Okay. It's good. Yep. On monsters, it's great. 
Um, Dwellers Below, so which was a spell that was before. Um, casting value is 7, range at 12, and then basically you roll a dice equal to the models in the unit, and yep. every 5 plus is a mortal wound. It okay. used to be a 6, it's now a 5, okay. a lot better than it used good to be. Good little board. I, I like Dwellers good Below. Good little board good. spell, yep. Deadly Harvest, um, custom value is six and range of three, and every unit within three suffers D3 mortal wounds. It's not great. Okay. The last two, which are probably the ones you'll see the most. Yeah, okay. Virtuous Harmony. Okay. Uh, same as it was before, which is a custom value of seven, range of 18. If successfully <laughs> cast, you pick one friendly silver death unit wholly within range, invisible to the caster. You return one unit to the model. If it's Dryads, Tree Revs, or Spite Revs, it's D3 instead of 1. Oh, that's good. It's exactly what it used to be, but now that Tree Revs and Spite Revs are 2 wounds each, mm. it's a lot more bang for your buck. Yeah, okay. Value of 7, pretty good. Yeah, it's yeah, It's pretty yeah. reliable. The last one which you will see the most. Okay. And this is where you're going to be like, holy balls, this is crazy. Yeah. Save stacking used to be our thing. Okay. It's now removing save stacking from everyone else, basically. Okay. Through this wonderful spell oh. called Tree Song. Oh, gosh. Tree Song is a spell that has a casting value of 7 and a range of 16. So still okay. a high casting value. Yep. Is successfully cast, pick one friendly Awakened Wildwood within range of the caster. Okay. Until the start of the next hero phase, improve the rend characteristic of melee weapons used by friendly Sylvaneth units by one while they are wholly within nine of the Awakened Wildwood. Ooh. So Durthu becomes rend four. Sorry, rend three on his sword. Sides rend become rend four. Sides become rend four. Oh, Swords become wow. rend two. <laughs> <laughs> Lances become Ren 2. Does that terrain piece, uh, the overgrown terrain that it's you're casting a, this it's on? It's Awakened Wildwood. Oh, okay. Do you have to be holy, does it have to be holy within? Holy within 9 of the Awakened Wildwood. But and the, the spell, spell caster? Uh, no, it's just within range. <laughs> wow. Okay. So it becomes is... like a bubble of Ren. Oh, wow. And the best part is, Gabe, after you go in with your Ren 4, you fuck off through the trees. Oh, yeah, you do true, because the wood's already there. <laughs> and you know what's great is the Lancers go in and they're like, here's all my Ren 2 and I strike first. Oh, then Durfie yeah. comes in and goes, here's all my Ren 3. I'm going through the trees. See you later. That is excellent. Okay. All right. All right. There's a lot going on with this army, man. So that's the spell law. Alario okay. um, knows the entire spell law. The tree, uh, the Warsong Rev doesn't know the spell law anymore, okay. so he used to know the entire spell law. He's a two-cast wizard, so you just pick one. Sure. Uh, Lady of Vines is just a two-cast wizard, so you just pick one. Okay. Um, Drycha, Tree Lord Ancient, and the Branch Witch are the only casters. So okay. you're not getting multicasts. You're not getting... Yeah, okay. Like, Alariel's probably your best caster in the game Yep. Uh, in regards to that. Warsong Rev with the ability to just channel through the trees is nice yeah so the spell singers can still go through yeah even that's with, great um, tree song can still go through <laughs> yeah. that so it then becomes a longer range it's uh -huh. a really cool little ability but as I said Durthu with war song uh, war singer sorry and the gladius mm, that can is potentially roll in and yeah, do 48 damage at ren 3 that is crazy it's a good time um I'll quickly go through one list which I think will be the standard and okay. then the rest I won't worry yeah, about too much. Um, so this is the one where I'm going to probably take to... The Heats? Ah, uh, sorry, the just, Finals? Yeah, do you want to just go to that? Absolutely, man. Let me just wrap up Sylvaneth real quick. Absolutely. The book's freaking amazing. Yep. I love it. It's not easy to play. I've got a lot of practice to do. Okay. Um, I think that it won't be an unplayable experience. I think they're going to hit really hard, but they're going to not be able to tank like they yeah. used to. 
as you can see, there's no save stacking. The only way to get plus yeah. one to save is Mystic Shields. And all-out defense. And all-out defense. Yeah. You okay. cannot get it through the Spite Swarm Hive anymore. So yeah. it used oh, to be okay. yeah. uh, plus one save. It's now that it reduces the rend of okay. yeah. attacks coming at you. Sure. Um, or plus three to move and charge as it always was. Yeah. Um, the healing mechanics a lot better, okay. I think. So Alariel no longer heals her bubble of D3 to everyone holy within 30. She just heals herself now at yep. 2D6, which is really interesting. Um, so the only way you can heal is through the spell of regrowth and yep. then through Throne of Vines and through the trees. Yeah. Okay. Healing. Yeah. And then the Seekers. Okay. Bringing models back. <laughs> but there's really not much else in regards to healing. Mm. It's a really interesting book. Yeah. Um, I, I actually love it. I, I think I'm it's glad, exactly man. what it yeah. should have been. Um, That's good. I think the points are a really interesting spot. Like, I think you and I have done swap in that yeah. Sylvaneth were pointed pretty well before. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're on the expensive side until I play the game. Yeah. I think all the Theory Hammer and everything in yeah. that manner... Um, until I play on the table and see mm. what it's like to not have many models and then go through that way. Um, yeah, yeah I, I don't know how well they're pointed. Sure. That's okay. Like, I think before I was summoning Dryads really easily with 3D6. Mm-hmm. Now it's once per game, which I really like. Yeah. Um, so whatever's on the table is on the table. Yeah. But again, as you saw, there's a lot of movement mechanics a lot of terrain the amount that the terrain's going to play into that is huge yeah yeah overgrown is interesting because it's only the teleport mechanic it doesn't block line of sight the trees block line of sight um now that you're not going into the monster meta i think for me being a sylvaneth player i'm not relying on my monsters to do all the damage now so actually shooting armies will not be able to do as much anymore which is good um I think the winners are definitely Durthu. Yeah. Uh, the Bug Cav. Kernoff Hunters, everyone's a bit iffy on, but I actually think they're in a really good spot. Okay. Because um, from an outside perspective, 250 points sounds like a lot for three models. It is, but 15 wounds on a three plus save that yeah. can get all out defense for yeah. free. You yeah. know, not for free, sorry, but basically count as a teleport as yeah. well. Yeah. That's, really that's interesting. That's very good. Um, I would agree. I think they're pointed pretty highly but if you said I've got 250 um, three like their counters two wounds uh, yeah. two models on a unit as well because they're yeah. five wounds each uh, yeah after playing Kurnoths for a long time I think yeah. or the last six months I think that's a really good spot spot I would love them to be 235 to be down yeah. with the bug cav but obviously like we always know G-Dub loves to just point it so that everyone wants yeah. to do the new stuff yep I'm the sucker. I'm going to definitely buy a new bug cap. <laughs> yep. um, at the moment, I'm going to buy two boxes. I want to do Seekers and Lancers just okay. to try it out. Yep. Run the combo of Lancers going in first, Seekers coming in. Of course. Teleporting away when I need to. Um, I Drycha, I'm not sold on yet. I think she she reduced her range of her bugs, but right. stayed exactly the same otherwise. She okay. pretty much is, is exactly she still the same, same points? Uh, she is only 10 points more. So okay. everyone else went up by about yeah, okay. 20 or 30 points. She only went up by 10. Because she was pointed pretty... She was okay. 325, yeah. I think she is yeah. now, as opposed to 350. Which is good so. for like a wizard monster that yeah. can do yeah. Yeah. Wizard a monster. decent she's amount of damage. She's got her own spell, which is a little bubble. 
Um, 20 shots a turn with yeah, the that's, sixes doing that's hits. Real it's good. now 12 inch range on that though, okay. instead of 18. Yeah. Um, that's probably movement fair. 9 becomes movement 12 with the yeah. War Singer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Dreicher still has play. I just think you probably lean into like a Dreicher and Spite Rev build. Yeah. Because Spite Revs get plus one to wounds in yeah. a bubble around right, Dreicher. Okay. So there's a lot of the plus one to wounds. That's a good bubbles. buff though, because plus, like, bonuses to wound, it's very hard to Correct. get. Correct. And I think it's a really interesting mechanic that it's built into an artifact, it's built into Dreicher, it's built into the Arch Rev. Yeah. Um, I love it. I love that that's yeah, a mechanic. Yeah, that's great. Um, as I said, I think uh, the Sylvaneth guy you played at the Heat, yeah. his Winterleaf army becomes really solid. That It's 500 points for a unit of six Colonel yeah. Hunters with sides, but that unit of six Colonel Hunters with sides will be able to attack with every oh, single yeah. thing, uh, be plus one to wounds, potentially at Ren 4. Yeah, that is bananas. And two damage each. So whatever you save is... Now, obviously, Nighthaunt... Yeah, all the Nighthaunt players out there... Oh, this is a great, awesome, cool, whatever. <laughs> but it's a um, really cool yeah. mechanic to see in yeah. play. A lot of armies won't get saves against Ren 4. Yeah. Even Ren 3. Yeah, Ren 3 is... Like, yeah. Because yeah. everyone's chasing Ren 2 at the moment. Correct. Like, everyone's like, oh, sweet, I have a well, unit that has Ren 2. And sides before were Ren 2 damage D3, and I yeah. think people were not sure about the change in because that. More points, swingy. it's Ren 3 yeah. damage 2. More reliable. I, Dude, I Ren 3 like damage 2 is wild. Yeah, like, I would I would great. kill for a unit yeah. that had Ren 3 yeah. damage 2. Me too, me too. Yeah. Which I don't have to. Cause Which I was going to say, because you've got them. <laughs> uh, um, I think, yeah, the I really like how the um, Allegiance abilities are good. They're yeah. not broken. There's yeah. some really good ones in there with the overgrown terrain for teleporting, uh -huh. the healing mechanic, the strike and fade mechanic. Really cool. Love it. You still yeah. get every wizard knows the tree summoning ability yeah, as well. Good. So that's still a, a part of the now allegiance abilities. It's not part of the... Um, it used to be on the law where it'd be yeah. at the top to say every wizard. It's now actually part of the allegiance abilities to say right. that all Sylvaneth wizards do this. Um, I love the Seasons of War. Yeah. I really love that aspect into it that they've yep. gone here's your sub faction yeah, which you can that's... build a particular way and he is now and a from season. a and from a hobby perspective like every Sylvaneth player has painted up yeah. their yeah. has painted up their army in a season well uh, like, like, like I said the excellent. guy you played was yeah. all winter leaf and it was a snowy yeah. themed army and it's yeah. a beautifully painted yeah. army um, you see the, the autumn, autumn scheme. Yep. Yep. You've I done an autumn. Yeah. So I went to spring themes. I've got autumn wood elves. But yep. yeah, I went for a spring themed Sylvaneth because I really liked the greens and browns. Of course. Um, so for me, it works because the burgeoning is spring. So yeah, that's really excellent. Well, which is a six up ward. It's probably the one I'll go for the most yeah. um, because I think it benefits. I, I was a bonus for this player. I know a six up ward's not amazing, but yeah. I know it's still a good defense. But it's it's something. not it's something yeah. that stops you from reliably going, I'm gonna murder that. Yeah. Because there's like, always that chance that you're not Immortal Wounds the bane of Silver Death oh, Yeah. So yeah. my list very quickly, which are potentially could be for uh heats, but I'll okay. go I'll get to that later because you wanted to talk very quickly about GHB, I believe. Very Sorry quickly. that Sylvaneth took so no, long. No, no, this is this is what we're here for. But I'll say anyone out there who's thinking of playing Sylvaneth, great book yep. to get into. Yep. Now's the time to do it. Um, I don't think it makes them stupid broken. I yeah. think it just brings them in line with pretty much what every other book has been, yeah. which is 
fits the theme. Yeah. Plays really well into AOS three. Yeah. It's it's good. Like if I was a no, new guy coming good. into the game and I went, I really like nature. And someone goes, well, here's Sylvaneth and this is how they play. And you go, wait, yeah, what? Sylvaneth, I can pick a dirty season. Hippie. Like, I can do a season to yeah, go along with mine. it's very thematic. Or I just want to run yeah. Tree Lords. Man, you can do that now. Or yeah. I just want to do Colonel Funtas because they look great. Here you go, you can do it. Or I want to do a full spite army, like the, the yeah. tree rev army. Like I've got a list where it's all just tree rev based. So yeah. it's your war song rev, your arch rev, your tree revs, your seekers, cool. your lancers. Yeah, it's all that. Everything is the wood elf spirits within yeah, trees so you actually cool. can build that which that's is really very cool. cool um and then obviously the cool bug cab as well uh, the bug bow boys as well so yeah it's um an awesome book so yeah I'm i can tell pumped. i can tell yeah. you're really excited i, I really am and I've, I've already lined up four games for next week oh, wow. school holidays yeah of course um i'm getting the bug cab on saturday i've still got to finish building my fomo box so i'm going to do that tomorrow mm-hmm. tomorrow night after school um, so I'll have Lady of Vines built. I'll have the Bug Cav. I'm going to do the Kurnoths that came in the box of swords. Yep. Um, sorry, the Bug Bow Boys. Then I'll get the Bug Cav Saturday. So I'll get two boxes of them. Um, and I should have then everything I need to play around with some lists. Yeah. Awesome. And eventually run the nine Bug Cav. <laughs> cool. Oh no. Uh, so before we get to the finals plans sure. and the list. Yep. GHB hype picks for War Ooh, Scroll yeah. rewrites. So. Go. There is a... We probably won't... Like, obviously, the GHB is just around the corner. Yep. I don't want to dive too deep into that because we don't have the full picture. We do have a lot of pictures. What? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, for everyone at home listening, uh, Gammy's almost in tears because the <sighs> Brisbane Lions got obliterated. That is... Nearly a 70-point deficit. Yeah. See, that doesn't sound like that much, but that's coming from West Coast Eagles. My God. That is devastating. That's rough. We kicked 7-11. Oh. They kicked 16-21. Do we even have possession? Fuck me. All right, sorry. No, Um, no, that's all right. I understand. Thank you, Lions, for sucking balls. (laughs) All right, GHB. Um, Okay, so... We'll probably talk about GHB once out and we yep. have it in our hot little hands. Yes, There's a lot of info right. floating yep. around. Yep. At the moment, we don't have the whole picture. Yep. But the one thing they have told us is that they are dropping a couple of updated War Scrolls. Yes. Which yep. posed the question to me, if you could pick one War Scroll in all of Age of Sigma, yep. what one would you love to, to rewrite? To rewrite? To rewrite. You can do it as severe or as... A, a little tweak or a huge complete overhaul what would that war scroll be huh would you like me to start yeah while you, you go. think okay you go. I have a little tweak one mm. it would be taking the shadow queen's war scroll and just turning her back to rend one oof brutal <laughs> brutal <laughs> yeah, just yeah. to just to uh, antagonize all the daughters players yep yep <laughs> I'd appreciate that. Yep. Do you know what I'd actually do? And yep. it's it's probably silly, um, but I would make it that the uh, Keeper of Secrets command ability can be put on themselves. Okay. Because I like that. it's like the friendly yeah, yeah. one, but not it's themselves. Your friendly it's other like heat another yeah. heat demon unit. 
Um, I, I'd, I'd probably change that because I think double piling keepers yeah. now in today's world probably yeah. wouldn't be... I don't think anyone would, would like, be very... Like, want up. them to kill yeah. what they need to. Like, yeah. they're not going to just go in and win. And at the moment, they just don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd probably do that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I was thinking, the, the as a serious note, like, mm. I know, mm. you know, taking mm. the piss. Mm. Um, as a serious note, it would probably be either... The Bloodletter War Scroll or probably the Blood Crusher War Scroll? Interestingly, for Bloodletters, I think they're really good in this new GHB. Really? Well, so for those that know with the GHB, the new veterans ability. Yep. Where you can put them in the, um, I think it's a battalion, isn't it? Where you then count as your half range so you can yeah so you can one inch range it basically gets rid of yeah if you're within half inch of a friendly model that's within half of an inch of an enemy you can fight through that rank correct so you basically can fight two ranks on 32 mil bases yeah that's where I think Bloodletters now become which is a great change it is it is and I think Bloodletters now become more playable uh, because you go into a unit of say 20 yeah. Uh, they're near all their extra attacks. They're doing mortal wounds. Mm. They can get up to like five or six attacks each. Yeah. Uh, now they've been able to fight in two ranks. That's a fair bit. That's yeah, that is. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's um, true. I think Bloodletters aren't like it doesn't mean they're amazing, but I just yeah. think they probably have more play in the, in the than GHB. what they did last season. I also would say, and I know we'll talk about GHB when the book comes out. Sure. But just as a preemptive thing, I think the new battalions, everyone's kind of entered the worlding very quickly. Oh, as in Doomsday and It's all I've seen. Yeah, they're like... Well, you've got the veterans, yes, but then what happens when the new guys come in that make you double damage against veterans? Yeah. And it's like, okay, but that's a battle line unit. Like, most battle line units aren't going to burn the world to the ground. No. So if you're getting extra damage against just them, good on yeah. you, buddy. And like, look at it this way. If you need double damage to kill Bliss Barb Archers... That says more about you than it does about me. And do you know what's great? Because <laughs> for me as a Sylvaneth player, it's tree revs, dryads, or spite revs. Well, that's yeah, it. That's and it. I mean, most things Ooh. are going to murder them anyway. <laughs> exactly. Um, but look, now having two wounds each, it's nice, but it's like, yeah. oh, see you later, two wounds. Yeah, yeah. You know, double damage. Exactly. Regardless, like, you're going into skinks, you're going to murder them anyway. Yeah. Fingers crossed. And yeah. now that they've taken away scaly skin for skinks, where they're reducing damage, they're going to get murdered by that. Yeah. So... I, I just think we've got to play a few tournaments with yeah. the new GHB to really sit there and say, oh, the veterans thing's stupid. Yeah. Everyone loves to doomsday. Everyone loves to jump in straight away. But I just think, like, today there was a few people messaging me and saying, what are you going to do about the veterans being hunted down by these guys? I'm like, good, good on them. Yeah. So they like, can if they want. Get yeah. and put them into that. It doesn't bother me. Like, yeah, I'm in the same boat. If I, I go the same with my guys, I might make Kurnoth Hunters and my Lancers and Seekers part of the, I'm going to kill and do double damage yeah. against that stuff. But it's really, I'm only wanting to do it against Ogres and probably Brutes. They're the only yeah. two things that I can think of that I'm like, I actually need the extra damage to get through them. Yeah. The rest... If I'm not getting through your Ivanectic in one wound models, your Slanesh one wound models, yeah. like Bone Splitters, it's probably good because they have two wounds each. Yeah. Fire Slayers have two wounds each, so it's nice to get some extra damage against them. I think Stormcast as well. Stormcast, yep, yep, I, definitely. But then yep. Stormcast have been. Again, we'll go into that once we, we will, get yeah. To... I think the new. I really like the new Battle Scroll update yeah, that came good. out today. Um, because it replaces the other one, which was the Prime, the Hunters Prime Hunter and... one. So I'll have to yeah. change my Twitter name now. I'm Absolutely. No Prime Hunter. Yeah. Um, 
But I quite like it because they've just changed core mechanics of the game. Yeah. So you don't have the double shoots, um, yep. long strikes anymore. You don't Thank have goodness. The um, double move dragons. Double move dragons. Like they've reduced, they kind of hit Stormcast really hard. They changed so that Seraphon, who are also dominating with their yeah. reduced damage to just be monsters and Saurus, great. Yeah. I mean, skinks aren't going, hey, I'm a skink with scaly skin, I'm going to reduce. Your Iron yeah. Jaws damage by one was yeah. pretty bullshit in my yeah. opinion. So Bellacor, think, Bellacor lost his bodyguard. Yeah, save. Bellacor is really interesting because it's now just plus one to hit, hit and wound. Yeah. Um, I, I like it because yeah. Bellacor shouldn't have been that tanky. No, um, particularly going into blue horrors as well or pink <laughs> yeah. horrors. It just was silly. Yeah. Um, and obviously they don't have the extra points now for killing that stuff, but I don't think it changed enough in the game for those prime punches. Like. Obviously, for me, in the heats, it showed I got a draw yeah. out of it. Great, good stuff. Yep. Now, I'm not going to have as much stress playing against six long strikes or playing against yeah. the dragons. So, but I think as well is that those those armies that were uh, prime hunters mm. who mm. were typically armies that were really struggling, so Gits, Sylvaneth, Slanesh, yep. all of those armies, either through points or through balance updates... Have been lifted, or they're getting into yep. into that middle bracket yep. at li- at minimum. You yep. know, like Slanesh has gone from being the laughing stock to everyone going, okay, this well, is they're looking at potential now with yeah, with Slanesh, which like is great. there's there's a lot of play there, and there's a lot. I know every every Slanesh player I've talked to is really excited. Mm. Every Gloomspite Gits player mm. is pumped today mm. because their moon changed. Yeah, yeah, every it's very, you know yeah, and, trolls and exactly, yep, yep. and so I think it's. I think that they've they've put effort into moving the game. Obviously, they acknowledged that certain armies are struggling, mm-hmm. and they've gone okay in this new GHB. Let's hand them some mm-hmm. significant improvements mm-hmm. rather than offering them victory points that they couldn't score anyway because they were terrible. Yeah, you know. Yep. So I'm I'm a big fan. Yeah, GHB episode is going to be a good time. It'll, it'll be a good time. Yeah, yeah, and I'll definitely um, GHB comes out this Saturday, so it I'll does. be picking it up and doing a lot of reading and yeah, playing likewise. games next week. So I'll yeah. be able to have a better informed opinion. Bit more of it, so, a bit yeah. more insight. Uh, finals plans, Gabe. What are yes. your plans? Uh, I am hopefully finishing my display board. Okay. Uh, I do want to make a run at best painted for the finals. Sure. Uh, that's not to say it's going to be an easy road because there are some ridiculous armies mm. going. Mm. Uh, you're going, Seth's going, Geordie's going, uh, Tim McDivitt's going. There's some gorgeous armies. The other Sylvaneth guy's going. The other, well, Sil- yeah, Sylvaneth. Harry's yep. going. Yep. Um, so I do want to get a display board done and I am probably going to add some more units to my army. Yeah, because with, the with all yep. these points changes, uh, I don't know what that looks like yet. I'm also I've, I'm working on this exalted chariot at the moment. You, I put yes. it up on yeah, yeah. Twitter and Instagram and all that. It's it's a big four horse or four seeker drawn chariot. It's yeah. got a bit of a Ben Hur vibe going on. Yeah. And then I've modelled a Lord of Pain because his pose is like I've I've turned one of his wrists so he's holding his mace upwards, and then he's just got this like I don't know arrogant pose kind of thing. And yeah. I I'm a big fan of it, yeah, that cool. model. Cool. Um, but basically I've got a lot of hobby to do I'm not worried if I get trashed for five games yep. because uh, it's not a ranked event it's invite only it's going to be a just a good time yep. um, I'd love to get best painted mm. that's my goal whether that happens or not 
remains to be seen. Yeah. But either way, you look at the the group of finalists that we have, and everyone is you know yeah it's, it's going to be a, people, it's going to yeah. be a great pool Good group of sixteen. Um, yep. it was yeah I was honestly stunned that I made the finals mm-hmm. so I didn't really have a plan so at the moment I'm just kind of painting what looks cool and going for rule of cool over necessarily cutting edge you know yep. going anything too crazy so yep. yeah I, I am excited for the finals um, just sorting out the logistics of all that yep. really yep. just making sure that everything's like that weekend is free and yeah. all that because obviously yeah. I haven't made any plans so yeah. we'll see yeah. um, but that's definitely my plans for the finals nice. uh, other events that are coming up mm. after the finals mm. Gold Con sold out mm. yep which is Nicole's first big GT it which is, is very yep. exciting yep. For which her. is awesome CanCon uh, has mm. also been announced mm. super exciting very exciting that mm. that's coming back so I'm sure that's going to be huge yep. Uh, I think there's a big mango group going. Yeah, there's a Hopefully. fair few boys that are keen. So I think Blake's going to try and go along. Um, Josh, uh, Hordo's going to go play Infinity. Yeah. Um, Curry's going to be there. Dave will go. Yeah, I th- Pat wants to go down. Um, Luke McFadden yeah. might go down as well. Yeah. Like there's, I think, a good crew of people. Like Gary wants yeah. to go down. Like I yeah. think already it's the hype around just the announcement. Of yeah, Park. it's really cool to see. Yeah, it's gonna and be... it's good having that big kind of mecca event Absolutely. back. Yeah, and I know that like oh, I don't envy Clint for a second having to run a tournament that size, yeah. but I know yeah. that he's oh, when there's three hundred and fifty you know, people there, it's gonna be a good yeah. Time. I mean, like surely a, he'll go three fifty. I mean, you know, a five hundred player event's yeah. not easy, well, but I, I believe he can do it. Be, I you reckon know. he could make it LBO levels. Like I yeah, reckon oh, it, we could blow it out of the water. Well, you look at how quick it sells out. I love the air conditioning down there as well. It's oh, good. feels good on my body. So and yeah, six hundred yeah, players. It'll super be good. Exciting. It's gonna be good. Can't <laughs> wait to play a thousand people. Um, uh, and then uh, this is a bit of a scoop. I'm putting it up on the weekend yep. anyway. Yep. So if you don't hear it here, you'll hear yep. it on social media. Yep. Uh, we have tickets going on sale very soon for. <laughs> The Runex Team, Team Championship, nice. Very cool. which is the 5th and 6th of November. That's the one, really the one and only event that I run. Yep, for now. Um, for, now. for now. Yeah, I yep. say for now. Yep. There, are, there are things in the works. Yep. Um, but that is the primary one. Uh, so that's an event that I run every year. 5th and 6th of November, four-man team tournament, 2,000 points each. Uh, it's been a lot of fun the last few years, and I think this one will be... Mm just as fun Absolutely. we have yeah. we have a bigger capacity this year borders are open this year yeah. so last year was all Queensland players Queensland. only yeah. yeah this year the New Zealanders are sending a team over I know a lot of teams down south are coming up and I think it's going to be a really good time so there will be more details uh, tickets are not on sale yet so don't stress but they will be being announced soon and they will be going on sale in the not too distant future. Yeah. So it was. I was going to announce them this week, and then CanCon got announced yep. the day that yep. I was going to do it. And I'm yep. like, oh well, I'm not going to. You know, that's big enough news on its own for today. So that's I'll fair. let that one go. That's fair. Um, yeah. So I'll I'll put up a bit more info in the coming in the coming weeks, and and we'll sell some tickets and and have a yeah have a big Queensland tournament again. Not again. I shouldn't say again. No, but, but have teams yeah, yeah, again. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, teams been again, which is yeah, really cool. Look which is always fun. So. Well, Gabe, since you asked so kindly about what my plans are for the finals, I'm <laughs> oh, going geez. to. 
The only things I have Sorry, to paint... Sorry, I got on a complete roll then. It's, it's all good. The only things I have to paint is the Lady of Mines. Okay. Uh, another five tree revs. Very. And then three buds. So okay. the list That's should doable. be Heartwood, which we spoke about as Kronos being battle Yep. Uh, Burgeoning, which is the six up ward if you don't charge. Yep. An Arch Rev. So that's the guy that buffs Colonel Hunters. Yep. Uh, Durthu, who's my general. Very good. He's got good. War Singer with Greenwood Gladius. So that's Ooh, the baby. plus three move and the extra attacks. Lady of Vines in there, and she's going to rock most likely Tree Song, which is the extra rend. If not, I'd probably go. Tree Song's or, very good. It is, or Virtuous Harmony, which is bring back a unit or like a model or D3 okay. models from a unit. Uh, then I've got four times five tree reds. Okay. Um, I'm thinking maybe one unit of ten and then yeah, okay. two units of five. five. Uh, a unit of six colonels with sides Ooh. and then three seekers which is the guys that Excellent. Bring Love it. So I like that a lot. It's uh, either that or, or Oh, here we go. Which could be fun as well. Yeah. Alariel. Yep. Because <laughs> why not? <laughs> three seekers. Yep. Three lancers. Three lancers. So they're all the bugs. Yeah. Two units of five Gossamer Archers, okay. which are Yeah. And it's in Harvest Boon, which is the you move 12 at the start. Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah, okay, I like that a lot. It could be just one of those armies yeah. that looks great, and then it just either it's dies real trash. quick or yeah. just... So I'm going to try both lists out and then see what happens there, but it should be a bit of fun. Yeah, absolutely. I I'm like it. forward to it. I like it's it a lot. Good. I might be able to tell you some in the next episode on how the, the lists went. Yeah, excellent. Which will be look, good. Looking forward to it. Which will be good. Um, so yeah, all the best to Nicole running Golcon. I'm yes, sure she's absolutely. going to do an amazing job. There are some one-dayers going on around it as well. So I know yeah. Gauntlet's going the weekend after the finals. Yep. And I think the same day there is a one-day event up on, on the, the north, north side, which is yeah, kind of I like saw that. both touting as like a prep for Golcon. Yep. Yep. Take your lists and which see what is happens. Great. Good to see like events starting to pick up again. Um, Dave was going to try and do a Brisbane, but I know he's got some issues with an, with a venue at the moment. So okay. he was going to try and run one towards the end of the year, but maybe it might not happen. Okay. Um, so yeah, it'll be very good. Teams and then CanCon and oh, it's all happening. It's oh, all coming earn, up very fast. All the brownie points and be able that's to it. Both oh boy, that's do the, I need brownie points? Uh, Gammy. Any yes. any shout outs before we wrap this uh, baby up? I'd love to shout out. Um, uh, anyone but the Australian team. Oh yes, Worlds. we haven't even touched now, on Worlds. With Worlds, uh, Dave actually really wants to come on there. Yes, episode, and we have so got him lined up for an episode very soon. We will get him on for that, and then um, yeah. So I'm not going to say anything now. Yeah. Other than the fact that they're back on home soil after their terrible attempts. <laughs> At the world stage. Okay. Uh, yeah, they really disappointed me and I can't <laughs> wait to flog the shit out of them when you sell the nets. So That's fair. Be, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. How about you, Gabe? Do you uh, have any Look, I would like to do a very special birthday shout out. Oh, oh. Uh, it was Patrick Nevin's birthday this week. Oh, shit. Uh, so happy birthday, Pat. Uh, it's always a pleasure having a podcast feud with someone. Uh, it doesn't look a day <laughs> over 60. <laughs> yep. Not a day. Not a single day over 60. <laughs> All right. Happy retirement, um, Pat. All right. So that's... Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to go... Yeah, All I don't know where to go from there. Find Gabe on Runax, at the Runax on Twitter. And also, I think it is at underscore Runax on Instagram. Oh, gosh. Painting. 
Is that right? Okay, cool. Uh, at the Runax on Twitter, you yep. did get that be yep. right. Uh, and it's just Gabriel T. Hanna on Instagram. Great. And then the Runax Wargaming on Facebook. Yep. And your Twitter handle is yep. M underscore Gammy. Yes. And that's it. That's it. And I'm on Facebook groups. Enjoy. And you're on Facebook groups. Yep. Peace. Excellent. See you guys.